Hey guys, Super Kid here. You're about to listen to our newest podcast, and this one's a, a bit of a departure for us. A bit of background on that. A friend of mine named Jay came up to me a while back, and we started talking about one of his secret fetishes that uh, had to do a lot with hypnosis and control, and uh, his feelings that uh, maybe he was weird for having these uh, these desires to watch uh, certain scenarios be played out. Um, he also uh, kind of met us. Uh, through a friend who introduced us as Jacqueline Velvet's a sleeper kid. So there's a really good story there and him meeting Sin Sage and, and a few other folks. But um, really it's, it's an amazing conversation because he gets to kind of do a little bit of therapy and uh, lay out everything that he's ever gone through uh, within that fetish and uh, kind of tell us where he's at now. Um, he's doing actual artwork that, that's based around it and um, the discussion I think was very cathartic for him and it was also extremely entertaining because he's a very, very, very funny dude. Uh, so I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, just a quick apology. Uh, if it sounds like I get a little tipsy at the end, it's because uh, we were shooting for eight hours and we had already done a podcast before that. And um, Sleeper Kid decided to have a couple of drinks. So uh, it does not affect the podcast, but I do I do sound a little out of it at the end there. But um, uh, it, it's still going to be a kick-ass listen. So have a good time and uh, enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling with Fetish. Sleeper Kid here, and we have another amazing episode. Um, well, hopefully it'll be amazing. I mean, it's up to you, man. Uh, we have one of my good friends here. We're going to introduce him as Jay. Say hello. Hello, Jay. Uh, uh, I've known Jay for uh, shit like a year or two now. Two years like we've now. really been becoming good friends, uh, but. Um, we are going to delve into something that we haven't really been able to do here, which is target a specific fetish and also almost like a subgenre of it. In this case, one of my own is the sleepy fetish. Uh, also, the idea of, of domination and control. Uh, and of course, with one of those, well, one of the actual subgenres is hypnosis. And it's something that I think our fans have seen either through my site, but more through my wife's work. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, hypno-play, freeze fetish, stuff like that, where you control your uh, opponent or your victim or whatever. Uh, and that's a huge thing. And um, you happen to be a big fan of it. Yeah. And you also have done, I think, you, it reflects itself in your own artwork. And, mm -hmm. and, yeah. So knowing that, I think it'd be interesting for you to tell, uh, tell us how we met. So uh, when I got out of the Army a couple of years ago, I moved down here because... Atlanta's where my brother lives, and I wanted to be closer to him and that group of friends that I've come close, I've become close to over the last several years mm -hmm. from visits and things like that. Uh, I moved down here in June, summer of uh, 2017, and when I got here, about a month or two after I got here, he comes to me and he says, "Hey, why don't you come over to my friend's house? They're having this big party, and you know, I'd, I'd like you to come meet him and meet the group and everything like that." I said, okay, cool. I said, who are your friends? He said, Jacqueline Velvets and Sleeper Kid. And I said, oh. And he's like, are you familiar with them? I said, yes, I'm familiar. Did he actually say, did he introduce us as Jacqueline? He, he, I, he introduced Jackie. Oh, okay. And uh, it was it was kind of one of those things where he's like, yeah, my friends Jackie and Santi. And I was like... Uh, and they work in the biz or... Uh, well, he, he didn't have to tell me that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I'm not sure how much out there we are. So. Uh, enough that I knew who you were before I knew who you were. Okay. Um, so and so that, that first night, I, like, I was 
I was like on pins and needles all night. I was like, this is super awkward for me. Like, I, I don't want to be that weird guy that shows up and is like, and is like, oh yeah, I, I like your fetish stuff. And because I, I've never, I've never been around it. I've never been exposed to it. It's always been like something. That's, your thing. It's one, well, and not just that, but I was raised in, in a fairly sheltered environment, so it's always been something that was never something you share with other people. Yeah. You know, but ever since moving here and and getting to know you guys, like I, I've been able to kind of make a lot of peace with it and, and become a lot more comfortable with it and things like that. And I mean, hell, we're able to have a podcast about it now. Yeah, which is I mean, two very, years ago, I never would have been able to do that. No, once again, I'm very happy that you're even sitting here and able to, to talk about it. I don't care if this podcast is like 20 minutes long or, or three <laughs> hours. Like, I'm really happy that you're able to sit down and talk about it. Um, uh, so tell, tell, tell me more about me. No, uh, no. So, I mean, what was it like? Like when you met us, did you feel like that if you said something, it was going to be weird to us? Yes, okay. 100%. Um, I felt like because of the way I looked at fetish, um, it felt it felt like I was going to be the, the weird guy that nobody wanted to, to you know, interact with. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, he's only here because, you know, we do stuff that gets him off. You know, like yeah, that, yeah. that's how it felt. Um, but then that night, I mean, we just everybody, we all had such a good time. And, we were, and, and it never came up. It was just, you know, we, we just enjoyed each other's company and... And I mean, it's an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's what it was, is I was afraid it wouldn't be. I was afraid it would somehow become the forefront, and then I would be, like, shunned. And, and it just never happened. I can't imagine how that would have I mean, unless your, your, your brother was a dick or something. It was just like, hey, guess what? <laughs> uh, he 100% did that. Oh, my God. When, when he introduced me to Jackie, he says, hey, this is my brother. He's a big fan. Oh, my God. And I was like, thanks. Thanks for that. Well, your brother's an awesome guy, so I don't mean to call you a dick, but, but I, I can see. But you know what? I think it's because he knew just how cool Jacqueline was. Yeah, and, and I that. think that was that was a big part of it. I think it was it was kind of like jumping in the in the cold water. Is when he did that, and and you guys were still like, oh hey, cool, it's super nice to meet you. Let's let's hang out for a little bit and, and chill out. Yeah. And I was like, when when that bridge was crossed, I was like, hey, maybe maybe I'm not. Maybe I don't have a reason to be afraid of all this stuff, like you know. And uh, I mean, here we are, two years later, yeah. hanging out at your place, and we're doing a podcast. So I think I, I think we definitely need to talk about that particular progress uh, or that that process for you to mm -hmm. go from feeling like you you might be shunned to oh my god I'm accepted to I'm now interacting actively with these people. Right. Uh, but first off, I want to go back to um, to the root of it all because when it comes to a lot of the people that we interview here. It's usually, for the most part, it's like 90% uh, are models that come in and we talk to them about their own kinks and the productions that, they, that they're, they're involved with. But for the most part, they, they're very liked when it comes to what they're into. There's some girls that I've talked to that are like, well, I'm into this specifically. But for the most part, the word fetish is not thrown around because mm -hmm. fetish is an intense word. And people don't realize that. You know, they just use it very liberally. It's just like, oh, I have a shoe fetish. No, you don't. You don't have to have a shoe in bed when you right. come. Like this, to 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 a lot of people, like fetish has to be this thing that has to be present. Yeah. Uh, there, um, and even then, like I thought I had fetishes, and it turns out I just have really hard kinks. Right. But with you know, with your with you with you, I'm not going to go into like how much that, that literally you know presents itself in the bedroom, but when it seems like it's something that's mostly like you're passionate about. Well, so 
And I, I don't mind getting into it. Like, I've gotten to the point where I can talk about it. We'll get it. there. I just wanted to um, like, get to the broad strokes of, like, what started this for you. It was... It, the way it was explained to me the first time um, I really had the serious conversation was that the main difference between a kink and a fetish is a kink is what you like, a fetish is what you need. Yep. And uh, I, I, for, for as far as the whole hypnosis mind control thing, it definitely leans towards fetish. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's firmly in the fetish court. Um, like, it's, it's not just something I like. It's like, I, I can't can't perform without it. So, it's, uh, it's hardcore fetish, yeah. Yeah. And I get asked where it started a lot. And honestly, I think if I really had to kind of go back and pinpoint the moment, like that first moment where I said, this is something, you know, I don't even know it's something I'm into, but this is something that interests me in a yeah. way I don't understand. Whatever yet. triggered it, yeah. Uh, it's probably Ninja Turtles. Mm. If I'm being honest, like the because I was a huge Ninja Turtles nerd growing up. If I had to guess, I would never have said Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. I love that show. Yeah, April O'Neil, man. <laughs> April O'Neil, when you're when you're like little little young kid and and growing up and first learning she about was hot. Yep. Girls in uh, orange, orange <laughs> jumpsuits. Yep. yep. That's what she wore, right? It was yellow, I think. Oh, was it yellow? Yeah, uh, but. I just lost some nerd Some, Something, it's fine. It's, it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, and she's gone through a lot of different iterations over yeah, the years. So, uh, but, but you never forget your first love. <laughs> so, no, you don't. Um, but yeah, there was, there was an episode. Um, there was the, the plot device was this thing called the Mesmerizer. And it turned pretty much all the people in the city into zombies. And I, was, I remember watching that when I was real young. And, and it awakened something. <laughs> and I find that that's something that's very interesting about the root of fetish is that just because it awakens something in you doesn't mean that it was necessarily sexual for you mm-hmm. because you're a kid right you know when I was a kid I I saw like a, a wrestling match for the first time and I was just like well not for the first time but it was the first time that I really paid attention to it mm-hmm. and I was just like whoa what, what's this it's like holy shit like this person's completely dominating this person mm-hmm. and it's in front of a crowd and there's a spectacle to it and there was something that snapped in my head about it but I was like six yeah so what are you gonna do like go on a town wearing fucking no no <laughs> it just sticks it becomes this thing right that slowly grows well and then time. and then you start noticing it mm-hmm. like whenever whenever you see it in other places or other cartoons or movies yeah. or things like that you start to identify it more like there was there was a point where if you had, if you you could just name an animated TV show, and I could probably tell you the episode that had hypnosis, hypnosis in it. Yeah, and there was such a huge rush of those kinds of websites in the nineties. Huge. There was like lists. Yeah. Like hypno, uh, each each film that had a hypno scene. Yep. That it got real big in the mid to late nineties, and it started to taper off around the early aughts. Nineties was great for that. Yeah, it was. Because that was like you. T- it's almost like tapping into an oil mm-hmm. thing. It's just. Yep. And then it slowly kind of peters off. There was a there was a website called Hypno Babes. It was a pay per view website, but it was all I remember picture Hypno stories Babes. and stuff. And yeah. I, I remember, I, I I that was one of the first adult sites that I ever paid for a membership for. Mm-hmm. And I, it might have been the first. And and then uh, a couple several years ago, they went defunct. And just disappeared from the net. I, I guess. Did they that, work with? Uh, there was another one called Necro Babes. They were same company. Same company. Same guys. Yeah. Oh my god, we're um, going back. It was, and they had Sleepy Babes too. I remember Sleepy Babes. Yep. Sleepy uh, Babes and Necro Babes were two of the ones that I checked out because I remember the guy who ran it was a Samson, fan of. I think. Yeah, he was a fan of what I was doing, and so we just exchanged. So. Yeah. 
And he was just like, check out my work. What do you think? And I'm like, check out my work. What do you think? And he's just like, oh, you need to work on your lighting. And I'm like, yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> and he was right. He was totally right. Um, so, so, okay. So uh, let's go back just a little bit, though. Um, so the, the route was set. You mm-hmm. had watched uh, the, the Ninja Turtles and stuff. When did it kick back again? Like, I'm assuming after a while, like, when you first experienced that, in my experience, it was dormant for a bit, and then it kept getting knocked back into your... I don't know that it ever went dormant. Oh, okay. I, I think it was just something that was... It, it, it was always an interest, but it didn't actually become sexual until I was old enough to understand what sexual was. What were the other triggers as you went by besides the cartoon? Um, more cartoons, okay. honestly. Cause, so a lot, a lot Not of... Not a lot of live action? Not a whole lot. Like, well, and I think because the, like, like what you were talking about in a previous podcast with the over the top stuff. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, there is, there is a version of that for like hypno mind control stuff. Oh, okay. Um, where over the top is like, it's, it's not, not your standard go to a therapist, lay down on a couch, get talked to, swing the pocket watch, that kind of sleepy hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, that's all fine, but that's, the other side of like where my interests lie. Like, yeah. I like I like the over the top stuff, the the spiral eyes, the arms out like a zombie, the yeah. monotone voice, you know, stuff like that. That's more my flavor. More cartoonish. Yeah, more yeah. more cartoonish. And, and and I think because cartoons were really the only medium that displayed it like that, that's where a lot of my focus was growing up. Yeah. Now that I'm actually thinking about it, there I can't think of a lot of films, uh, live action films that did anything like that correct yeah i think maybe because they were the unless they were really off to the to the you know far side of the hokey meter well like power rangers did an episode where it was live action uh there was there were other shows and it's it's weird to talk about some shows like big bad beetleborgs i don't know if anybody remembers that i think so my brother used to watch it there there were episodes of that but it's it's weird to talk about that because at the time I was like 12, mm-hmm. and so were the characters. Oh, but okay. it's weird to talk about it now because now I'm in my 30s, and it's like, I don't. I don't no, you know what? Like, uh, let's throw that shit out the window. Because, like, you're 12, they're 12, you're, 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 experiences, you're experiencing it, but through people that are your own age. Right. And it's the same thing as, like, if you had a sexual experience with somebody when you were, like, 10 or 9, you can't throw that out the person in jail. Because right. you guys are kids. You know, right. Shit happens and, you know, hey, I'll show you mine if you show you. That's the shit that happens with, with most families. It, 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 this shit happens. Uh, as you're growing up and you're, I guess, connecting with people who are more on your age level and you see something like that. But I'm, I'm assuming that at that time, did it feel more like sexual or was it more just like visceral? Like, oh my God, this is amazing that this is happening. Probably the second. Okay. Because um, that's the thing about me. Like, I'm, I'm physically pretty ace. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm not physically active, sexually active. I'm, mm-hmm. I've, I've not, I don't, I don't have much of a libido or a drive. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely a mental thing for me. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more. I guess, I guess a voyeur type thing would be yeah. would be more accurate. Um. So it, it's it's definitely psychological more than it is physical because I'm not very physically active. Yeah. So you just like to watch, yeah, and to kind of see other people's work, and stuff yeah. Like that. Well, like in like like customs and 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 like clips for sale sites and stuff like that. Like the that kind of media is is how I get yeah. that gratification, I guess. Yeah, is, is I mean you're not alone. I mean this is it's it, they wouldn't be making the money that they're making. Yeah, well, I, but, but exclusively that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Active. But I feel. I mean, I do feel like there's a. There's certain relationships that mirror that uh, in the world. I mean, there's people who have really hardcore fetishes, and a lot of guys maybe can't get off 
uh, unless they have something present, whether mm -hmm. it's watching or experiencing it. Um, and uh, I don't think it's that rare. I think it's just something that we don't talk about a whole lot. Yeah. And I'm glad that we're talking about it now. Yeah. Uh, so we're go back to Be Big Bad Beetleboard. What was it called? Big, Big Bad Beetleboard. I can't say it. Big Bad Beetleboard. <laughs> uh, after that, did, did it keep appearing in pop culture, or was that? Oh yeah, it, it never stopped. I mean, it's still appearing today. Oh. Okay. Like, um, it, it, it's just one of those tropes that is so benign mm -hmm. to the layman that. It, it shows up in, in a lot of different series and, and cartoons and shows and some movies and stuff like that because it, it's something that's so far removed from anything the reasonable person would think is sexual yeah. that it just shows up. I mean, that's how most fetishes work, right? Yeah. Where it's like, hey, this girl's doing a... Um, she's modeling an ankle bracelet. Yeah. Isn't that nice? <laughs> my, my niece, she's 19. She's modeling this... <laughs> Do you realize how many guys are looking at her feet? Yep. So it, it's, yeah, the, the benign can be, I mean, anything can be fetishized. Right. Uh, but in your case, this one is, is very interesting because it's not, when you're dealing with something like feet, you can go like, well, they're objectifying that particular part of the body, you know, and that's just where they're zeroing in. If you're dealing with something that's more extreme, like necro fetish, it's like, oh, they're objectifying the act of dying. That's one thing. Yours is interesting because there is that kind of like middle ground of like, oh, this is uh, this is something that we see in cartoons and mm -hmm. movies, and it's something that's used for therapy. Yep. But at the same time, there's that flip side of like, this could be a method of control. Right. And that's when it becomes more, I think to me, kinky. It's right. like, oh, I can control somebody by hypnotizing. 100% agree with that, yeah. So when did that become a factor for you? Pretty early. Um, I, I think, mean, April O'Neil, come on. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think, um, so I think the, the control is really the root of it, but the everything else is kind of like peripheral. Mm -hmm. So the the cartooniness the the swirly eyes the the monotone voice you know so that's all that's all peripheral yeah that but it contributes to the greater whole of, of the, greater, just the that theme yeah power and control you know um it, it just was interesting that uh because it's one of the most common fetishes on earth but when, when you bring up feet it's like i'm not that into feet but it's a symbolic thing where like your brain, your brain associates barefoot with submission. Mm -hmm. You know, so like it, it, it's, it's it, feeder isn't something that that is like a thing to me. But I would I when I when I consume that kind of media, barefoot is preferred because of the symbolism of it, not because of any actual attraction to the foot. Interesting. Does that make sense? No, it does because yeah. that's how it works with wrestling. Yeah. There was, uh, and this is something where we can literally quiz each other. You can <laughs> Ask me anything you want to know, but because I'm sure you have questions about my own particular kinks. So if you if you have a question, I'll totally I'm an open book. But mm -hmm. with when it comes to um, bare feet, that's a huge thing in wrestling fetish, and I think the reason is I mean I don't I, I can't pinpoint the reason. I think it's just because a lot of guys like feet. But remember when I was younger, I used to watch uh, these male matches, and one of the one of the pro wrestlers that would work all the time was this guy named Kerry Von Erich, mm -hmm. and he always wrestled barefoot. And, uh, and he had, there's a whole, the brotherhood of the Von Erichs. All the Von Erich brothers would wrestle barefoot. And they, they lost a lot. So to me, I was just like, these guys keep losing. Maybe it's because they don't have that power that boots give them, you know? <laughs> it's like, what, is it when you take off the boots, it's kind of like when you take off the Wonder Woman's like, belt. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh my God, all the powers are gone. And so to me as a kid, I was just like, is it when you wrestle barefoot, you're just not, not as good at winning? You know? And that became a thing as we watched Girls in Glow. 
you know, the barefoot, I think I could have sworn there was a couple of barefoot girls in GLOW and they lost all the time. So there was this weird symbolic thing where it's like, if you are barefoot in a ring and there's a guy or girl over there with boots on, you're going to fucking lose. Yeah. And so that's interesting that it translates from hypnosis to wrestling. Yeah. So, okay, so we have bare feet, um, but I want to get into more of the things that really started to pop out as the, the little sub kinks that came mm-hmm. with it. Was it always a male bad guy that would hypnotize? Uh, it started that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, honestly, the as, as I've gotten older and kind of gotten more in in sync with with the fetish and, and, you know, my sexuality and things like that, like, gender doesn't even really matter anymore on either end. That's kind of how I was, too. Yeah. I used to think it was, like, the big, bad female uh, uh, character, the heel. And then I was just like, that could be a guy. It's yeah. Just, it's just about the submissive, mm-hmm. whoever's losing, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's not... It's not important who is who mm-hmm. as long as that dynamic is there. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, don't, I don't care on either side what the gender is, and it could be literally any configuration. As long as that dynamic is there, then it, it, it works. Uh, is there anything else that has to be there for it to be a complete scene for you? Is it, like, more of a mystical uh, scenario or, yeah. super, or more like superheroine, superhero? Um, it, just has, it, it just has to be kind of unrealistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't have it like, hey, Bob, how's work? Pretty good, Janet, and now you're under my... Well, it, yeah. But even that would work. Like, um, <laughs> I tried. So, but what I mean is, is like the the less realistic yeah. it is. I just made air quotes with my fingers, yeah, yeah. which they can't hear on the podcast. But uh, <laughs> well, you're also a geek, like me. But that's true, and, and so. so the the more unrealistic and kind of nerdy and fantastical it is, okay. like the the more it appeals to me. So I don't I don't really I don't really respond the same to uh, like eye fixation stuff. Like that, that the, the slow, drawn out inductions. Like, give me, give me, slap, slap, slap a sci-fi helmet on, you know, or 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 a ray gun or something like, you know, something that's a, a quick transition, a quick induction, you know, uh, that yeah. kind of, that kind of stuff is more yeah, appealing to I, me I dig that too. than slow, long, drawn out speaking inductions or or eye fixation inductions, stuff like that. I, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I agree with that 100%. And we, we've had to do, because uh, we produce a lot of hypno stuff, uh, my wife uh, especially gets like these intense scripts where it's like, yeah. you have to say these exact words. It's almost like the writer's trying to hypnotize my wife into saying <laughs> shit. It really is. Like, there's, I, and I, I believe it. I don't usually get frustrated during shoots, but when she pulls out like this three-page script and it's mostly lines that she has to read, I'm like, all right, we have to figure out how to do this. I have to maybe hold it off screen and you can read it that way or maybe we can put it on an iPad and put it on a stand or something like that. Uh, but the, the long inductions are... Uh, I understand. They're cumbersome, aren't they? They're cumbersome. Well, especially to shoot. Yeah. Um, if you, I've gotten really good at them, but because we've done so many. Right. Like my wife will literally be like, you know what, just you, you, you induce them. And, and I'll just be like, and this is my voice and you <laughs> must do everything that I say and oh, get me a sandwich. <laughs> and, but I do it really well because I've done so much of it. But at the same time, I think your way is my way where it's like, what, just, just hit him with a hypno gun. Yeah. It's like, and or, I think it's even better when they're coming at you to fight you. Like if they're going to throw a fist and you just go bam, and just suddenly, yep. they're just now suddenly in that hypnotic state. There was a uh, a German producer that I got a custom from uh, several, several years ago, but uh, <laughs> the custom that I did was the hypno hammer, mm. where it was this big inflatable hammer, and he would 
over the top of the crown, like right on the bonk top of the head. Bonk them on top of the head. Bonk them on the top of the head, and they would just zonk out. That's Holger. You know? Huh? Holger? Yeah. 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 I love that guy. Yeah. Um, He's he, fucking amazing. He hasn't done a lot of, a lot of no. releases lately, but I, I, I was able to get a custom in, in For that those of you guys, that's, that's Sleepy Feet. That's, I think he yeah. goes by Sleepy Feet. Is it Feet and Sleep? Well, the, 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 his Clips for Sale store that I follow is Feet and Sleep. Oh, Feet and Sleep. Um, but that guy's amazing. He's so sweet. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, was, uh, I was stationed in Texas, and I had just come back from Germany. How long ago was so, this? Because uh, he... 2006? Because I tried to meet up, meet up with him when I was in Munich, and he was just like, I live nowhere near Munich. <laughs> like, well, because I, I got lucky, and I guess it, I, there was a small window where he did yeah. customs. Because as far as I know, he doesn't do them anymore. Oh, okay. Um, and he hasn't done them for quite a while unless he has some sort of way to approach it that isn't advertised. But Well, I think he's a guy who uh, is filming this for his... I mean, I'm not saying just for his own kinks, mm-hmm. but I feel like he wants it to mostly be... mostly revolve around what his kinks are. Right. And his thing is knockouts, yep. bare feet. And I think he, he's okay with the hypnosis, too, because I mean, it's so easy. He does a lot of it. It's so easy to do. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just to have girls with their arms out yeah. and walk around and knock each other out. It's easy. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think he, he did what I should have done. No, not should have done. Sorry. I love you guys. But <laughs> I think when he started getting the influx of, of weird mm-hmm. to him, weird uh, customer requests, he was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, I, I made it through that filter. But... Oh, your stuff is right up his alley. But, uh, yeah, so he... he... He did one custom for me, and, and I I'll, like I, st- I still have it. It's it's almost fifteen years old now. Mm-hmm. And I, who was the girl? I actually probably might know uh, Mel. Oh, I know Mel. Yeah, yeah, beautiful girl. Yeah, she's real pretty. Yeah, um, did a good job too. Brunette, <laughs> she's a brunette. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she's she's. Uh, I, that was one of the girls where I was like, if I visit you, you better fucking call <laughs> that girl. Yep. <laughs> I, I remember when I when when I saw the list, like when I saw the options of of all the girls that work with him and everything like that. I was like, it was there was it was no contest. Mm-hmm. As, soon, as soon as I saw him, I was like, yep, that's the one. Yep. Uh, so there was a there was a hypno hammer, mm-hmm. and it, I mean it was uh, it was it was silly, comedic, and cartoony, mm-hmm. and uh, there was there was a lot of monotone chanting, and there was a lot of zombie walking, and a lot of quick induction, like catch and release, you yeah. know, where where she she's in, inducted induced real quick, and then. Wakes up and then induced yeah. again and then wakes up. There's a lot of back and forth. So because uh, for for I know myself and I know a lot of other uh, hypno fetish enthusiasts that the induction is a big part of it. It's it's not so it, the the control afterwards is important. Yeah, but the induction is a big. Oh, part dude, of it. yeah. There's some people who it's it's twenty to thirty percent of the video mm-hmm. is the induction. Yeah, and and, and they, I can't do that. Like. I can do twenty to thirty percent of multiple quick inductions, mm-hmm. but I can't do one drawn out twenty to thirty percent of the video as one single induction. That gets boring to me. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll start fast forwarding. Yeah. Um, but another thing that's, that's interesting is is you see a lot of different types of videos being produced, where stuff like uh, the the uh, GG fetish media that we were talking about a while ago. Um, a lot of their stuff is very vanilla. It's there's there's almost no sexual intercourse. Yeah. There's almost no erotic like erotic activity. Um, it's all softcore stuff. Yeah. But then you have people like Primal Finish who who it's it's like very hardcore. Like, oh, okay. Where it, it's 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 full on penetration and and you know, um, but they it, it's the same medium. Like it, it's it's still the. Well, it's like wrestling. 
Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's still got It's like us finish. versus Ultimate Surrender. Yeah. It's like it's wrestling, but one of them wears its strap on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I've, like for me, I don't I don't I don't need that. I mm-hmm. like the, 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 the hypnosis and the mind control in and of itself is what you're into. Is what I'm into. Like I you, you could Do you have, care you what have, they wear? Nope. That you could have a model in a full Eskimo parka <laughs> mopping the floor <laughs> and it would be just as appealing to me as someone naked and in fact there are, there are scenarios like like household chores and stuff like yeah. that that I would actually prefer over sexual activity. So when it comes to the household chores thing, because mm-hmm. I don't think we've done a lot of that. I think Jacqueline has done one or two things where they're fembots and they clean a little bit. They're like French maids. Mm-hmm. But like, how does that work into it? It's just like, I command you to clean the, or do the dishes? Pretty or? much, yeah. And it's just a video of that? Yeah. And that exists out there? Oh, I've, I've, there, there are customs that I have ordered that exist. Now, are they monotone when they do it? Or are they just kind of... For the, it depends on how well the actress <laughs> follows the script I've provided. Like, but, <laughs> I am fresh out of soap. Yeah. I mean, see, that, like that, that, that would be something I would put in the script, and it's up to the model whether or not they... Oh, dude, they like, go, to, go to Kroger and fucking film it. Oh. <laughs> well, because like, I've... I've, I've uh, Prior to meeting them in person, I could totally film that. Like prior to meeting them in person, I've I've had customs done by Sensage too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so like that, that. Listen, oh, like she would totally do that. It, well, she she's very good at. She it. would literally go to a store and do like must go to aisle five. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong, they are some of my favorite people on earth. Like I get. Getting to know them has been one of the greatest privileges. Oh, so of let's life. talk about that. So this is another really cool thing. Uh, so as a fan, mm-hmm. uh, you were a big fan of Sin Sage. I'm mm-hmm. assuming you were a fan before we met. Well, you and I met, right? I I knew Sin Sage before I knew either of you two. Mm-hmm. Like um, like she she Sin Sage was pretty much my entryway into the fetish. Like as far as as far as actual perform adult performer work, yeah. Sin Sage was the first adult performer that did my fetish that I that I became aware of. Yeah. And had you ordered stuff from her directly from, uh, in terms of customs Steve or Steel. just huh? Steve Steele. Oh was, okay. was was back in the old Anton video days. When, Remember Anton, yeah. Um that that's that's where I got my start. In fact I'm not going to say I was the first guy to ever order a POV video, but I remember I had never seen a POV video before I ordered one from Steve Steele. Interesting. And then they got POV really, hit now. Yeah, they got yeah. really popular after that. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so pretentious to say I started the craze. but Dude, I've said that so many times about my own <laughs> shit. I'm literally like, I think we, we, we started Century videos, right, guys? And my fans are like, yes, it was you. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's probably some guy out there like, motherfucker. Yep. I did one in 1985. But um, no, I um, so yeah, and that's actually that's how I discovered Sen was through uh, Anton. Yeah, uh, she was this pale, gothy little chick. Yeah, let's see, that's my that type. Goddamn nose ring, and that goddamn fucking face, mm-hmm. and that body, and but it wasn't just that. It was the fact that she had the this knack. Yeah. And my, my wife calls it the knack, and I think it's, 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 sometimes you meet a model and you're like, she has it. Like, she just fucking understands everything. She understands direction, but she also has a personal stake in, in her performance. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw her in an Anton video, I was like, this girl fucking is into this. Not so much that it's her fetish, but she is into the 
this performance is really, it's doing something to her. Not so much, I'm not going to say it's a visceral, maybe on a more visceral level, like this is like firing off those endorphins that you like to yeah. feel, but it comes across in her performance, whereas someone's just kind of going through the motions. And I remember, gosh, she was like all of 20, 21 when she did those first videos. And I was like, this girl is going to be fucking badass. I really hope she does wrestling one day. And then fast forward to DT out in LA, wrestling. Yeah. She's really fucking good. Wow. I really hope I get to meet her someday. Fast forward to Women's Wrestling Convention back in 2008. Hey, I'm Sage. I am Santiago. Hey, we're going to be best friends forever. All right. Boom. <laughs> I hope she really works for me. Fast forward to <laughs> And so it, it is kind of like how you feel. Like you don't, I'm a fan. So I'm yeah. a, I don't feel like I'm ever going to get It's the, intimidating, isn't it? It's it like, is. When I met her, she was at a bar. And she was having a drink. I remember the first thing I noticed, she had the uh, X-Files tattoo on mm -hmm. her foot. And I walked up to her. I'm like, dude, I'm such a huge fan of that show. And she's like, yeah, me too. And we, you know, are you a producer? I'm like, yeah, I do some wrestling. So she's like, oh, I love wrestling. And it became this thing where it just clicked. Yep. And we became really friends. Well, it's like like Drake. Yeah. The the first time I met Drake is, is was here. And he was he was so, doing yard work. So let, me, yeah, so, let, <laughs> so let me get back to that. So you're a huge fan of Sensei. I want to set the picture for the fans. Okay. So it's like, you're, you're a huge fan of Sensei. And then suddenly you come to our house and you know you meet us and mm -hmm. and you're like okay well it's just kind of funky because like I know the work but then did you come back at a later date and then Sin Sage was here at the correct party? okay so how was that uh, so I, I met Drake first I've got a text or because like, this is all about you girl Sin was in in the back with uh, with Jackie which party was this uh, it wasn't a party it was just it, it, a little get together it was just a little get together oh, okay. because my brother was here mm -hmm. and he was like hey because <laughs> he's He's a he's a crafty one. He's like he knows he he knew and he knows he was, what he's bringing you to. He's like, why don't you come over here? And I'm like, okay. And then I get here and Sin Sage is here and I'm like, <gasps> okay. And then Drake comes in and he offers his hand. He's like, hey, you know, I'm. And you, you already you already seen them work together. I'm assuming. Uh, I didn't know they were together. Oh, okay. Um, I had seen them on screen together, yeah. but I didn't know they were together. They were dating, yeah. Um, so when, when he comes in, like I'm like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And, we, and, and he and I hit it off immediately. Oh, that guy is just... He's just the, one of the most wonderful people you've ever Ridiculously cool. <laughs> he's, he's the closest thing to, like I think, what you consider your brother. Like I, we, We've had moments where we've connected on such a day, but he's one of my... He, I, I feel like he's a brother. Yeah, brother in fetish, brother in life. Yep. He's just—he's such a good guy. And which is gushing at this point. We hit—we hit it off immediately, and then Sin came out. And, and I, you didn't know that she was with him. I—I I didn't know she was here. Holy shit! And she came out, and I kind of did this thing where I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and I—my I, eyes shot to my brother like daggers, and I was like, you knew. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's smiling and nodding. Oh, he's like, "Yes, I did." And I'm like, "You are a son of a bitch." <laughs> and uh, but but then uh, a cup not too long later, uh, we had the carnival party. Mm. Um, and, that was ridiculous. Oh, Real so quick, how, back, so how long did it take you to feel comfortable with with her being in the room? Um, I don't think I was that whole night. That whole night? Yeah, okay. I, I think it was it was later when we had the carnival party um, that. Me, her, and Drake were all outside in the back, uh, just bullshitting, and and it came up like the fetish came up. Yeah, and they uh, they were like, they were like, oh, so what are you into? And I'm like, oh, this, 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 and they're like, oh, we've done a lot of customs on. I know I ordered one of them, <laughs> and so 
Uh, and then and then Sin was like, oh, so how? She's like, so tell me, tell me, how do you like? What what do you like? How do you like it? Like, I want to know. I want to be able to be better at this. And I'm like, this is super awkward for me, but I'll continue with this line <laughs> because I am just drunk enough that I am able to. She really does. I mean, she really is. Uh, is kind of like my wife. Uh, she wants to know how she can be better at mm-hmm. what she does. When I told her, I, said, I, I had her hold her arms down. I said, no, you got to bend the wrist mm-hmm. so that the hand drapes down like the fingers. Dangle towards the ground. Don't do this straight out crap. <laughs> Some guys like it. I'm not one of those guys. Like, uh, <laughs> so we're we just had this hilarious, you know, hilarious conversation about how to refine the fetish. So, a quick tangent. So, when the girls have their arms out, they have to have it down. Yes, down. Yes. And where did that come from? Uh, I don't know. It's just a, it's, Was there a cartoon that just happened to have in that one? It's just one of those preferences that I don't know where it came from, but but I, I don't like I don't like it rigid and, and out like that. It's got to be down. Like, so the wrists have to be pointing down. Wrists have to be relaxed. Interesting. Yeah, so that the fingers just kind of like hang limply towards wow. the ground. But it's when they do that straight point out thing. You know what it is? I think it's because when I was in the military, the drill sergeants did the knife hand. <laughs> So, oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, but they, they do the knife hand, and, and it's like the, where, where your, your hand and your fingers create one generally solid line. Yeah. And it's like, I think that traumatized me. <laughs> I'm like, nope, gotta relax the wrist. It's, it's like, I want to do a hypno video for you, but she has to be dressed as a drill star, and you're like, no! I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. A little taboo. I, I, don't, I don't know if it would be taboo. Like, I, I don't know if it would, like, awaken some some... Feelings of retribution. Yeah, like, you'd be like, in the video, can you set her on fire? <laughs> no. Um, and you know what? To make you feel better, actually, fuck feeling better, but like, uh, no, to, to, to make it more realistic, I mean, that's how I feel every time I work with a model mm-hmm. that I'm a fan of. And there's girls that I, I work with that I, I'm big, like, I'm huge... I'm huge fans of it, but also we're friends. Right. But there is that feeling. It's this weird like thing in the back of your head that kicks in when someone walks in. You're like, man, I used to just admire your work when you were like, you know, yeah. first starting out. Well, it's like uh, the the time we came over and we watched Game of Thrones and Tara Mizu was sitting next yeah. to me. Yeah. And hey, Tara. <laughs> and uh, I'm like. I'm sitting there like this, and I'm like, I've done this before. I've met models before yeah. that, I, that I knew of before I met mm-hmm. them, and I'm like, this. It never stops being awkward for me because I I don't want to. I I never want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I never want to be that creepy guy. I never want to be that guy that. But you know, these are these are women who produce content that they know is going to go to the masses, mm-hmm. and they understand that they're going to run into people that that you know admire their work. I mean, porn stars. I think porn stars have it worse because yeah. porn stars. Can walk around an airport, and this guy's just gonna straight up walk up to him, tap him on the shoulder, like, "Oh my God, are you Jenna Jameson?" Right. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. But to be fair, mm-hmm. an actress who does that has a better chance of running into a fan yes. than a fan has of running into that actress, or being in someone's theater and sitting next to <laughs> sitting next to them for the finale of Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right. So. All right. So you owe me a beer for that one. <laughs> no, we had we had one uh, girl that was an Ultimate Surrender uh, fighter who uh, contacted me and she's like, I really want to wrestle for you. So she came down and she did fucking amazing. It was great. But afterwards she's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, we're just going to just hang out in the backyard, have some beers. She's like, okay. So we go back there and I called some friends over and one of my friends shows up and he sits next to her and he's just like, he's like, oh, uh, hey, uh, I'm not going to say his name. It's like, hey man, uh, this is my buddy. 
and uh, we just worked with her and he looks at her and he's just like, oh cool, shakes her hand and everything and, and then he chat a little bit and I'm like, I gotta go use the bathroom. I go back inside, he comes in after me. Like, like I just stole his wallet. <laughs> and he's like, I have jerked off to that woman more times than you've had hot meals. What is she doing in the backyard? And I'm like, well, she just, we just did a thing. And, you know, he was just like, no, what is she doing? Because <laughs> it's like if you imagine, like if Harrison Ford is sitting there yeah. at a party. I mean, not that I've jerked off to Harrison Ford. I mean, like only once. I mean, who hasn't? Yeah, who hasn't? But if he's sitting there at a party and your buddy doesn't tell you. Right. You're like, what is Harrison Ford doing on your couch? Yep. Playing charades. And you're like, I should have told you. But he, yep. he had the same look on his face. He's just like, you should have told me. I'm like, how am I supposed to know who you jack it to? <laughs> <laughs> My Rolodex only goes so far. <laughs> so there you are. You were Tiramisu yeah. watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I'm sorry. I have no idea how this must have felt. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's one of those things where at the end of the day... We should have a trigger warning thing in front of the house. It's, <laughs> you, might, you might have jacked it to somebody... <laughs> Occupants may be members of your spank bank. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. End mm. of the day. At the end of the day, I mean, we're all people. Yeah. You know, and, and and there was that little bit of apprehension, but about ten minutes into the series finale of of Game of Thrones, yeah. I'm not thinking, "Holy crap!" I'm sitting right next to Tiramisu. Like we're we're going <gasps> and 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 applauding and, and reacting to the show and it stops being about that awkwardness it starts being hey I'm just hanging out with, with yeah. a friend of a friend who I think is pretty yeah. cool who I got to meet tonight and I think is, is a pretty cool person and I feel and, like that's what Sin Sage brings to the table yeah because you have gone from oh my god I'm in the room with Sin Sage to Sin contacting you on Facebook and going like next time you run a Dungeons and Dragons game can yeah. I please be there yeah, oh, if, if she and Drake were here for the next one... Oh, we're going to bring them down. Like, we're hands down, like that. We're going to bring them down. That's definitely happening. Like, we're going to go over there to see them at some point because they're in Vegas, and we're like, fuck it, let's go. But <laughs> they're dying to come back here as well. Because they're family. They're, 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 they're our brother and sister. They're like, uh, they're our, our fetish kink family. What I'd like to do is... What I, I wanted to do this last year at, like, Frolicon. Um, like a kinky D&D. A kinky D&D. Yes! Like, exactly. <laughs> where, where, where I write, like, I get everybody's kinks. Oh, that's so And I'm like, uh, I'm like how am I going to write? Like, I, I want to be able to write something in for every player. Like, oh, my God. Like, I, I think that would be the coolest thing on earth is, is just to have a kinky D&D. Like, <laughs> maybe this room is the wrestling room. And oh, my God. This room is... is the bondage room. The bondage room, yeah. you know? And, and stuff like that. Maybe you, you, you have to fight this, this female half-orc... You know, like you have to wrestle her, yeah. to, and, and that's that's the challenge for this room. And then in the next room, you know, they, these this mimic is made of a bunch of ropes and grabs one yes. of your party members, and you have to fight the mimic because he's he's got he's got your sorcerer in a Saint Andrew's cross. You yeah. know, like, like how how cool would that be? Like, yeah, it's uh, like, and then uh, Jacqueline sees a bottle in the corner with a rag <laughs> next to it, right? <laughs> and, and yeah, like I, I I wanted to, you know, it's it's funny when we played our D and D game. Mm -hmm. um, the there was that there was that riddle where the answer was shoes and the yeah. way to solve the riddle was put everybody had to put their shoes in yeah. in the trough. Um, I I didn't realize how how kinky that seemed <laughs> until after like people started making jokes about it. I'm like, 
no, 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 the floor is electrified in the next room, and that's why you're putting these shoes oh, so that you're vulnerable okay, to it. Like, okay. this wasn't a kink thing. This was this was a me planting the seeds so that you guys can get shit electrocuted out of you when Dude, you walk on the floor in the next room. It would have been great to, like, play this kink, though. Like, I just sit on the floor and start wriggling my toes for no reason. <laughs> and then I just stretch the toes out and I bring them back down. Yeah, I summon oh, my familiar and it wait, starts my toes are really <laughs> dirty. Is there is there an orc that might lick them clean? <laughs> yeah. We could totally do that. That would be amazing. I would definitely. Drake would, and Stan, let's do this. Yeah. Okay. So let's. I don't want to. Let's backtrack a little bit. So I want to really kind of uh, create a construct of what the fetish is. So okay. at this point, we're dealing with hypnosis. Now, the induction can be sudden. It could be a zap. It mm -hmm. could be uh, something put over the, the head, like a you know, like a helmet or something like that. Right. Uh, my wife has done somewhere. It's like it's just a phone call. Yep. It's like hey, uh, woo, and suddenly yep. she is there. The, the um, one that Sin did, the custom that Sin yes. did for me, was exactly that. Was yeah, it was just yep. very quick. Yep. All right, so once that happens and the woman, uh, the talent is under that in, uh, under that spell, what happens for you? For, for it to be something that you enjoy. It can be literally anything. So it doesn't have to be, you said it doesn't have to be sexual. Correct. Uh, in fact, I, I prefer it if it's not. And uh, the sleepy elements, I'm sure, don't enter it as much for you. Like, they don't have to get knocked out or pass yeah. out. Yeah. So Correct. it can just be them doing household chores. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's, so there's, there's, three, there's three factors, and it's, it's posture, expression, and inflection. Ooh. Okay, let's go into posture. So posture is the more stiffly and rigid they move. Like, uh, they, their, their movements shouldn't be fluid. Okay. They should almost mechanical, robotic, that kind of thing. That that that's that's preferred. So non-human, uh, just very robotic. Yeah, yeah, very very rigid. Yeah. Um, the expression, wide eyes, blink expression. Okay. That's that, I mean. That's, Is blinking a thing or no? Um, I don't mind. I, like blinking doesn't ruin it for me. Like no. I, I I generally just don't even pay attention. To yeah, because you're like they kind of have to blink. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, but then there's like different. It's one of those things where like different moods can affect it. Mm -hmm. So like sometimes the the wide eyed vacant stare is preferred. Sometimes mm -hmm. sometimes crossed eyes are nice. Mm -hmm. You know. Sometimes the blank expression is is where it's at. And sometimes like that big dreamy smile is is also okay. appealing. Okay. You know. Um, sometimes and and sometimes mixing and matching. Like sometimes it's the blank expression with crossed eyes. Sometimes yeah. it's a big smile with crossed eyes. Sometimes. We do. It's once again same yep. thing with wrestling. And um, I think. That 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 covers expression, and then inflection is another big thing. Um, just so the, monotone, like monotone preferred. Yeah, like if a lot of a lot of performers, uh, it's very difficult to express to a performer the exact tone and cadence and and uh, inflection that really does it. So that's that's the one I'm most forgiving of, because yeah. <laughs> like, it's really difficult, especially if you're ordering a custom over email or something like that. You can't you can't give like a a example um, unless you get like a, a YouTube clip or something. I feel like I need to get my wife out here. It's like Jackie, <laughs> um, so she can come out and do like samples because she's she's been she's doing it for she's been doing it for a long time. The the best. Is it just like a just? It has to be the same tone, like the same note. So, this there, there was there was a cartoon in the eighties called Captain and the Game Master, mm. um, and there was an episode called Invasion of the Paper Peddlers. And I remember this 
verbatim. I love that it sounds kinky. Um, because it was. <laughs> but the the, the, pre- pet list. the, pre- the premise of the uh, of the episode was the bad guys had this ink that if they wrote something in it, it would mind control anyone who read it. And uh, they were basically it was it was based on Paperboy, the video game Paperboy. Yeah, that was the world that they were in. I and the, that game. the Paperboy's mom read a newspaper that like it looked like a normal newspaper, but then the ink like would pop up when they read it, and it said like Mother Brain is your master, and then she she would zone out and then just start repeating Mother Brain is my master, but the the inflection, the tone, like it was. That 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 to this day. Is, Wait, is, is that the, the game that had like fucking Kid Icarus and all that shit in there? Or yeah. That? Oh yeah. Yeah, you remember that show? Yeah. The kid had the, the the gun, the light gun zapper, Fuck and you had yeah. the, the belt buckle. That I used to have a belt buckle that was on oh Nintendo controller. Oh my god. Yeah. I remember because is that the one where my Mother Brain sounded oddly racist? Like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Captain N. Yep. They did like these horrible, like over the top. Uh, um, it, it sounded uh, like Michael Winslow trying to sound like a woman. Yes, <laughs> that's what Mother Brain sounds. Mother Brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit! Yep. Oh my god, I feel like I just time traveled. Yep. Oh, my brother used to love that show. I have to get my brother on here at some point. <laughs> my brother has no kinks, but he's literally just the funniest guy now. Um, okay, so so. Uh, I wish we could pull that clip up or something. I certainly can. I know where to find it. Do, can you pull it up? Yeah. I want. I want to hear what this is like because I think the fans who are interested in what hypnosis is for you have to hear this. It's going to take me a second to. No, find no, no, no. It's totally okay. Um, I feel like my wife is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, are you there? I want to see if she can do it for you. Hold on. Where's my wife? <laughs> no, come here real quick. Here we got a question for you. Hey, gentlemen, your book is fine. Are you sure? Can you still read it? Of course. It says... Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back a little bit. So we're talking (laughs) about how to deliver a line when you are suddenly being zapped into uh, hypnosis. So this is uh, what he watched, and this is uh, how she delivers it. Are you sure? Can you still read it? Of course. It says... Mother Brain is my master. And your master says, Yes, Mother Brain. That is some yeah. racist ass shit. <laughs> right? Wow. We, the that shit they got the, away with in the 80s, man. Holy <laughs> fuck. Mother Brain. <laughs> like I said, it sounds like Michael Winslow trying to imitate a woman. So what's the question? So can you re- reproduce that? Can you say Mother Brain is my master in that exact tone? <laughs> can you do it? Can you do it? Inflection and cadence. Hold on. Yeah, here I can do hold it. Hold on, hold on. Here we go, here we go. Fine. Here we go again. Can you still read it? Right when, when the says, words pop up. Mother Brain is my master. Oh, God! <laughs> See what do it. Oh, thank God I drank most of it. All right, here we go. Mother brain is my master. Good. See? Pretty good. <laughs> Perfect. Can you go a little higher? Mother brain is my master. <laughs> yes! You know, it's yes! funny. There's, there's a scene at the end of the episode where they start chanting the same thing over and over again, and they raise their inflection Mother every time. So literally, they do that. So, yeah. so what is it about? So what is it about Counting that inflection? Is it because my wife just did the? So I noticed the way she was, she was like. <laughs> 
da 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 mm-hmm. It's just hitting that same it's note. hitting the same note repeatedly. Like, that's, I, I don't know what it is. And my wife has is. done plenty of hypnosis videos where you're more doing, like, the I must obey, that yeah, kind of thing. I have to repeat every single command. Say, yes, master. Yeah, that's, see, all, all of that stuff is, is peripheral. Like it's it's not it's not necessary as like like what is being said is less important than how it's being said. So everybody I, has their I <clears> guess their I guess their spark of what makes it for them. Like yeah. I just I just had a customer ask me about like my hypnosis videos and he's like, Can you tell me in which of your hypno videos do you have the girls repeat yes master? It's like, man, I should have known to write that in the, the description because I didn't know how big of a deal that was for some people. It's a pretty big deal for, for, for people that are into the hypno fetish. It's, it's, it's one of the... Well, now, now yeah. I know. <laughs> so real quick, when you're saying, when my, my wife is like, the mother brain is a master. So that sounds very robotic almost. Yeah. Uh, what are your pet peeves about that? Like, what, what would be the way that someone would do that incorrectly? Um, hmm... So what if someone's just like mother brain is my master? Yeah, if it's if it's like mumbled, they mumble yeah. it. So, you, uh, so, so enunciation. Enunciation, enunciation is a big thing. Yeah. Mumble hypno. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, that could be appealing too. Right? I like, mean, if, it, if rappers are doing it, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. So, uh, I'm, yeah, you're my master. Um, you want some tuna chips? But there is. It seems to be like that hitting the higher register is mm-hmm. a thing. Because it's not just mother brain is my master. Yeah. It's mother brain. It's, it's very. It's, it's very so much what it is, alien. Is what? that that tone that you that that pitch that you hit and stay monotone should be slightly higher than the average speaking tone. So my wife speaks at this she or or lower. Oh, it, it should, oh it should, really lower? It, so it should like, be it should be one octave higher or one octave lower. Well, do you than do it lower, honey? Tone. Do you do lower? Mother brain is my master. See, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So now you're learning for your own productions. You think you'll hire me? <laughs> so another thing you said is this is the sticking the, the hands out. Not, not good. Yeah. It's yeah. wait, what with, like, the, with like, the hands? Yeah, down? like the, the, the straight rigid pointed out is, is not a thing for me. Like huh. it's this. Yeah. Well, so what's the difference? I have no idea. <laughs> we told you. Like, he said it had to be with like, heated into his military experience where we get a lot of this. Yeah. Okay. Of so this is almost like submission. Hand, so so yeah. this is this is almost dominant. And this is submission. Correct. So huh. yeah. dominant is straight hands. Sorry, I know we're doing audio. Uh, straight hands and then keeping the hands limp is more submission. That yep. makes a lot of sense, actually. There you go. I'm gonna throw it into one of my next hit videos yeah. just for you. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that I think was a, a big thing is we, we should incorporate some cool, like, uh, spiral effects. I actually have a pair of spiral contact lenses. See, is it, are, are, they the, are they the iris ones or the sclera ones? Um, they're not, they're not full, so they're just the iris. So, uh, that Steve Steele customer I was talking mm-hmm. about, I, I actually paid for full sclera lenses uh. for that. And those are those now. Are, I'm not. Are, I'm not going to say I'm the reason he does, but Steve has a <laughs> whole erotic contacts line now. Mm. And I'm just saying, I never saw him put contacts in a video before I ordered that one. But I mean, I'm not I'm, saying that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying I set the trend. I'm just saying I'm a trend. I feel like there should be like the, 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 the fast boys guys like spoken. <laughs> this is not me that he's. Um, 
But no, my wife has been doing tons. Of, uh, this is why I feel like it would be great if Jackie was part of this podcast. Because like you <laughs> no, do totally so, you, but I know, but you do so much more hypnosis than than I do. And he was talking about how um, in a lot of your videos it's long inductions, but for his preference, it, it can be just quick. It could be like, hey, you got zapped with a hypno gun, or it could be like someone like you've done somewhere like I you pick up a phone, him. you pick up a phone, it's like. Hey, I'm just having a nice little day out, and then suddenly, like, I must obey. Well, yeah. And the more exaggerated the the reaction, the better. Yeah, like, he doesn't. He, it's not like being at a therapist where yeah. someone's like doing this for like two hours. It's. it's I just more, know for my sleepy fans that like the hypno, they like to see the progression. Oh, and don't get me wrong, that's definitely out there. Like there, there are definitely a lot of. Y'all keep talking. I, I would, I would consider myself in the minority, honestly. Because I think I think as far as hypno stuff goes, people do prefer the the drawn out. You know, you you can watch it over time. Like I I don't know I don't know I'm just weird. I like the. <laughs> I mean, I have no preference. Um, I kind of like doing a little bit of variety in my videos, and I work with like all different kinds of like you know different customers that are ordering different customs that are very specific, and then some are just like here's kind of the thing that I like to see yep. and then you kind of like gauge how you want to perform it so we try different things all the time and just kind of see what sticks because like there's no wrong or right way to any of this right it's just you know it's all a matter of preference I mean especially especially when you're doing customer that's the that's the neat thing I think about just the what I learned after getting to know you guys is just how custom work how custom work works mm -hmm. where you you Somebody gives you a, a script for a custom, you shoot the custom, and you put it on your site and you sell it. Like, yeah. like I, I didn't realize that, that that's how it worked. I didn't realize that uh, such a large percentage of videos on a given site mm -hmm. were customs. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't realize that's how that worked. And that's why you'll see, if, especially if, you know, there's, there's a lot of producers that kind of live in the same area and they're kind of like, you know, getting the same kind of customs or working with the same kind of girl and she's getting the same kind of customs. Like, that's why they're always producing the same kind of video. It's not because, like, we're really ripping each other off necessarily. Right. But our, our host left. And I'm not a part of this. I'm not a part of this. Or now, goddammit. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as I make this other drink, uh, we're talking about inflection. Yeah. So what was the uh, next category? Oh, uh, that was it. Oh, so we have posture, posture, inflection. inflection, and expression. What about activities? Like, what are your preferred? Don't. I don't have a preference. It's I, 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 honestly, if I had to choose a pre if you if you made me pick a category of a preference, it would it would be probably anything non-sexual, like. Non-sexual acts are more erotic under that framing than sexual acts. Like it's 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 weird because when you think of a fetish, you think of it as something that you associate with sex and eroticism and stuff like that. But like I like I was saying earlier, the the whole mind control aspect is in and of itself what's erotic. So I mean, you could be you could be. Mopping the floor, you could be dusting the furniture. Do you have a preference? Uh, I, I mean, I, to make it easy on the models and stuff. Um, I mean, just the walking around with the arms out is is well, that's easy. It's it's super easy, and 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 that that is just as appealing. Like, um, with your own, have you ever ordered a custom? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you have them do there? Just clean the house? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, in fact, most of the <laughs> I've ordered more than one, but most of the customs that I've ordered, that's that's all of it. So do they uh, do they actually do a verbal? Um... Sometimes. Uh, so the 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 Ninja Turtles episode uh, had the where they they would say you command I obey, and they would repeat that over and over and over again. So that as but, they're doing their thing, yeah, because that was the first thing I ever experienced. That was the kind of the the phrase that stuck. So if I if I had to pick a phrase that I I, I like, you command I, I obey. Yeah, that 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 would be probably the one that I that's like my go to, mm-hmm. but it's not like critical. You know, it's not like it's not like it, it doesn't work if it's not there. It's it's so crazy to me because like you are you have your specific tastes, but it, it seems like you're not so set in your ways where you have this one particular activity that has right. Whereas like I've I've been we've dealt with a lot of uh, hypnosis fetish where that's the case. Where yeah. It's like she must say this at this exact time. You must wait x amount of seconds before she says the next line. Or it has to be this particular activity, and you seem to be very, almost liberal, but not so much because you 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 have your things. It's like well, it has to be this hand has to be this way. Yep. Uh, the inflection has to be this way. But when it comes to the activity and the attire, you're not too. It's 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 interesting too because even the stuff that I'm particular about is is one of those. If I if, if it doesn't come through just right, it doesn't ruin it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it there there is a baseline enjoyment level yeah you know and if if this stuff meets that criteria then it goes up mm-hmm. but it never goes under that certain point as long as as long as the subject matter is there and you're you're almost like a dream customer too it's, like, <laughs> it's that, that, that like oh I don't know if we got this right did we get it right and you're like you got enough of it right yeah, and that's 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 what it comes down to. <laughs> Like, um, <laughs> I was just talking, I, I just told you last week that, um, or a couple weeks ago, that, uh, uh, can we say other producers and stuff? Like, mm. uh, Evangeline Von Winter. Yeah, was, we, mentioned, we mentioned Anton. We mentioned okay. Um, Evangeline Von Winter did we that, with her, yeah. that uh, uh, custom sale recently. Oh, right, right, Where they did, like, really cheap customs. Yeah. And I, I bought one, and they, they sent it to me, it was like a day or two ago that they, they finally sent it through, and... It's it's funny because the email that said here's your custom I hope you like it mm-hmm. you know and and after having gotten to know producers and I'm like I made a point to to watch it and then reply hey yeah it was great you know because I know that that feedback is is important it's huge you know so uh, I, I I made a note to say hey it was pretty perfect mm-hmm. you know like I, uh, I'm pretty much all all so when I when I gave him the script I. It was like bullet points, mm-hmm. you know, and I tried to make it as as specific, but also open to interpretation as much as possible, you know. And then I, I get I get a five minute video and I, I watch it. And I'm like, yep, this is pretty much fired on all cylinders. This is so I when when I when I gave the reply, I was like, yeah, it's pretty much perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to make sure that they get that feedback to know that, you know. Because it, it, it must – like when I do a commission, when I do an art commission or something like that, I, I hate it when, when somebody pays me money. I give them a picture and they say, cool, thanks. Mm. Like, okay, but is it is it good? Is it what you wanted? Is – you know, what what I hate is when they let me get all the way to the end where it's inked and colored and shaded and everything like that. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish you would have done this a little oh, bit differently. And I'm like, man, I sent you like three previews along the way. You couldn't have brought this up then. Like <laughs> – That brings up – that brings up something 
uh, that, yeah, I feel like it's churning inside of me. But yeah, it, it's one of those things where like, I'll, and I love you guys, I really do. And everyone who orders a custom for me, God bless you. But like, there's people who will order a custom and they'll be like, so is it shot yet? Is it done yet? Is it done yet? Have you, have you set a date yet? Oh man, it's so hard for me. And I'll be like, okay, yeah, we, we're going to try for September. So let's go ahead and set that, you know, we're going to set a date, but we haven't, you know, we're not sure exactly when it's going to be edited because, you know, we have to mm-hmm. shoot. We have maybe 16 projects that have to be edited in queue behind you. Yeah. And I do it in order of time. If you order this shit in February and we're, we're doing it in, you know, uh, March, you're going to go first. You know, right. In the editing queue. Uh, and so they'll, but they'll continue to kind of badger me like, Hey, uh, so can you send me some vid caps? I'm like, sure. Send you some vid caps. Here we go. It takes me a couple minutes. Uh, do you have like a sample clip? I can, I'm like, well, actually I don't have time to do that right now, but here's a few more vid caps. Um, and I'll tell you right now it rocked. It was a really good clip. Just let me edit it. You, you asked for 16,000 sound effects. Let me throw those in there. <laughs> and, uh, there's this one visual effect that my buddy's going to do for you where a girl's shooting lasers out of her eyes. So let me get that done. Okay, all right. Finally, I get it to him. And I'm like, what did you think? Crickets. <laughs> Fucking crickets. And then like three months later, I was like, oh, sorry, man. I didn't get around the email. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. All right, hope to do business with you in the future. Like, you know, it's funny. As I was sitting at my computer when the email hit from, from Evangeline, when, when the email popped in oh, the yeah, inbox, yeah. And I was like, there. And, I was, well, and that's the thing. I actually watched the video immediately and waited like 10 minutes oh. because I didn't want to be like, I, I didn't want to look like I was sitting at my inbox waiting for it to hit. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to give this a few minutes. Maybe it like casually came to my email. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny because like, it was, it was like two weeks ago that they, they, two or three weeks ago that they posted the advertisement on the forum that I frequent. And they were like, hey, we're doing really cheap customs, but yada, yada, yada. Here's, here's, here's the prices. Here's the times. Here's the format to send the script. And then the first thing somebody says is, is Vangeline the only model available? And I'm like, dude, these customs are like 30 bucks. Like, of course Who you Who said do. that? It's like, oh, it's just some random. Just some guy. random on the, on the forum. And he's like, he's like is, is, is she the only model available? I'm like, they're like 25, 30 bucks. So 25, 50, like, customs that cheap? You don't, you don't. You don't start also, the idea that you're going to a website that's called Evangeline Von Winter and you go, is Evangeline the only one? Right, and it's like, like, that, like, how can you be so... You go to see a Marvel movie, rude. are there no DC right? uh, characters? <laughs> how can you be so rude and self-entitled, you know, mm-hmm. like, but but anyway. Um, oh, fans can be the best uh, artists, yeah. I believe it. Um, but so, like... Uh, but those guys know what they're doing. Like, if there's one thing that I can totally say that, that Evangeline and Levi can do, it's, it's hypnosis. Yeah. And sleepy. Yeah. That's just what they do. I mean, I've 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 been familiar with them for, for quite butter. a while because because yeah. they do the thing I like and, and um, but like when when they put on the thing, hey, we're gonna shoot them on this day, and it should be ready within five business days after that, mm. and it it took a little bit longer than that, like maybe a day or two, you know, it took maybe a day or two longer than the time frame that they, but. I'm not the guy who on day six is emailing them saying, "Hey, where's my custom?" Oh, God bless you. You know, uh, because they get when you when you open a a, a, a list of of like cheap customs like that, you're gonna get you're gonna get flooded. You're gonna get inundated. Yeah. So uh, and I was I like, gotta give them props because I I couldn't do that. Well, and and I, well, we well what we shoot is a little more like like labor intensive in terms of like you have to learn these moves. Right. Whereas, hey, you have to get hypnotized. It's probably a little easier to set that up than like, hey, do you know how to do a body slam? Nope. Oh, well. But I, I've, I like, I have 
it's it's weird to say it because I don't I don't know them. You know, I only mm-hmm. know them through their work. But I have a lot of respect for them. They're good peeps. You know, and they, they seem like great people. Yeah. Like, like I've I've heard I've heard my friends that do know them personally yeah. have have said good things about them and, and you know and I feel like those are not the people that I want to harass. Yeah. You know, because at the same you know, and then on another level is I don't know how well you guys know each other mm-hmm. and if I'm a dick to them like <laughs> they're going to be like, "Oh, you know this guy?" like and and you become one of my closest friends and and I don't I don't want that to get back to you and be like uh, oh yeah, you don't want to you don't want to mess with that Jay guy because he he was a dick to us, and then you know that that could that could put some tension on our relationship. You know. Well, and, I mean, there is one thing I will say. I mean, and not shit that I shouldn't probably say it, but like, it, <laughs> you can edit it out. No, but like it's <laughs> when it comes down to fans. If you pay, if you pay us, if you give us the money, we will shoot your shit. If you badger us about it, we're probably not gonna tell anybody else about it because it's just like we can always keep you at bay. It's just like, look, dude. He, you are like on a stack of, of, of custom jobs. We're doing something that no one else could do for you. Right. Just wait. We're going to get it to you. And when you get it, I swear to God, you're going to be begging for the next one. Yeah. And that's kind of how it goes. I've had a couple of ones where like we, we have a heavy shoot week or a shoot month. Like, hey man, I ordered mine like two months ago, and I was wondering, and I'm just like, yeah, you ordered it two months ago, but you knew that the girl that was coming was coming this, this week. Right. Which is two months ago. I'm not a mathematician, but let's <laughs> figure that out. And then they're like, well, you know, I just feel like I've been waiting for a while. And I'm like, when we finally send, send them the final product, because I'm so confident in what we do, then we get that email like two days later, like, I'm sorry, I should have been more patient. <laughs> this was amazing. You get that little bit of shot in front of you. Like, like, yeah. This was the thing that I've been hoping to get. You know, yeah. That's the best email you can get. It was like, I never thought in my dreams that you would deliver this and then you added this on top of it. Right. And that's the best feeling in the world. Even if they've been badgering you, I'm like, and I'll write back, I'm like, thank you so much for telling me this. It makes me feel great about myself and now we can continue to do more stuff for you. Uh, but in your case, you, you waited 10 minutes. <laughs> you were so nice about it. Like, like I don't want to be weird. Like, but then, uh, that's the thing. Like, at the end of the day, I just try to be nice to people. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I just, I just want to well, be nice. Well, it's one of the things we like about nice. you, but, like, but it's also, you took the time out to go, hey man, good job. Yeah. And fans out there, just, it's okay to just like write back. Like, I understand, you know what it is? I think it's more of like a libido thing. It's more like um, almost a testosterone-based thing where it's like, I need my fix, I need my fix. I want to come. Mm -hmm. And I want to come to my fantasy. And I will fucking fight until that happens. (laughs) And so I want it, I need it. Please send it to me. Wait, is it? Okay, I ordered it last week. It's Monday. Can, oh, is it done yet? No, it isn't done yet. Well, when is it going to be done? Next week? All right, what, Tuesday? So what time? 6 p.m.? So should I email you at 6.15? <laughs> and then you finally get your orgasm. And great, that's awesome. But, like, send me a thank you, dude. Yeah, right? Like, it's, it's like after all of that, you at least... Oh. Even when you're done fucking a hooker, you'll be like, <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> you're so good at yeah. what you do. <laughs> <laughs> the money is right over there. Yep. Uh, but you, there's that instant feedback. Yeah. And I thrive off of that shit. Like, when it comes to me and fans, I'm just like, guys, tell me how I'm doing. Like, if you don't like what I'm doing, tell me. You know, I'll take, I'll totally take it into, into account. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I feel like it got more into my, my neuroses. I don't. I don't know if Evangeline and Levi listen to this show, but you guys did a great job. That's awesome. 
That's awesome. They're really good people, and I, I think uh, I hope to see them sometime soon. We just haven't had a chance to really like hook anything up, but like Jacqueline worked with them a lot. Yeah, and uh, and they always had a good time together. So, so to, yeah, Levi and, and Evangeline. Hope to see you soon. Uh, but let me let me move forward because like I think there's a couple of things we haven't addressed. So we talked about the minutia mm-hmm. of the hypnosis fetish. We talked about posture and and uh, line delivery and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, what was the third one? It was the uh, uh, expression, oh, the expression, but yeah. also the the premise, what you have them do. Right. So we deal with a lot of fetishes that key into uh, domination and submission. Um, someone being a powerful figure and the other person submitting to them. And hypnosis is interesting because it is, in in so many ways, it's submission, but it's forced submission. Mm-hmm. But there's like this weird. Um, there's no bondage. There's no like for like when you think of force submission, you think somebody's tied up, right, or or something like that, or someone's held at gunpoint. Like you must strip for me, and they're like, okay, Mister, you know, and <laughs> they slowly remove their clothes, right. and they're scared for their lives. Yep. But in this case, hypnosis is very um, unique in that it's forced, but it's also forced slash pleasurable for the victim if you ask them to be so the way i've heard it described is consensual non-consent well yes and um it, it's, it's a lot of the that comes into play for role play right yeah and i think um i think a lot of the the enthusiasts i mm-hmm. guess is a good word for it who who are on the submissive side like that release of uh faculty yeah you know, they, they, it, it's appealing to them to to be the subject of someone else's desire without any input from them. Okay. You know, I, I, I know I've got friends uh, in the in the community that, um, that that that's that's what they say. They say we we just like being something that someone else like providing what someone else likes without have, have actually having to put any effort or thought into it. Yeah. Um, and and I think I've I've got a couple of good friends in that in that group that have helped me kind of understand that you know it's it's it, any kind of 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 kink or fetish that that even hints of non-consent is is something that can really easily make you feel like a shithole for that, <laughs> for, for having that, that fantasy yeah. Yeah. you know and when you have people who are supportive and they're like no 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 that there's a difference between a fantasy and being a dick and, and, you know, I, I've had a lot of friends that have, have had that conversation with me because I, I used to be really ashamed of it. Um, and they're like, no, 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 it's, it's like, now, now if, if it ever became something that were possible to do in real life and you found a way to do it and then you were just went, went, went willy-nilly and didn't care, yeah, that's, that's a different story. Well, that's where a lot of bondage comes in. Not bondage, but BDSM. Yeah. That lifestyle, what, which is troublesome because, like, um, when we go to conventions that deal with that there's like you know 90% everyone's cool and then you always hear those stories yep. there's always that one 10% of people who are just fucking yep. shitholes about it yep yep and and like I never want to be that guy no. I, I I do everything in my power to avoid being that guy you're never going to be that guy <laughs> like, like I've got to know you and you're the nicest man I've ever met <laughs> I swear to god like well yeah. I've always said you know if, if there's one word that you know when I'm long gone from this earth the people that remember me if there's one word that they use to describe me I'd want that word to be kind yeah you're kind and like if someone came and like put a gun in your face and said give me your wallet you'd be like well do you prefer leather or <laughs> 
I have one over here that's see, actually more like a, just a small wallet. Just, see, I also appreciate humor. I say, do you want the wallet or do you also want the cash in it? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. so. Oh, no. Yeah. I have a silver card. It's really heavy. <laughs> yeah. It might weigh you down. You're, you're just really kind. Uh, but no, so when was the first time? I mean, we're going to get back into that shithole mentality. Actually, we should because I think that's a big factor. And when it comes to consensual not consent, the very idea of it begs the, well, it begs the concept that you know people are into it who understand the limitations. Mm -hmm. But there's some people who, um, especially in stuff like bondage, don't. And it's like, once I have this girl tied up, then I can do whatever I want. Right. However, hypnosis, maybe I'm overstepping my bounds. I don't feel like it really hits that spot because like, when you're role playing that, obviously, it's not real, and I hate to say that. Sorry, hypnosis fans. I just feel like this kind of hypnosis is is fantasy. Correct. Okay. Thank uh, you for saying that because I said that once to a guy at Fetish Con and he got mad. Well, I mean, <laughs> he got so upset. It, there, there's, <laughs> there is. I mean, there's clinical hypnosis. Is mm -hmm. real hypnosis is a real thing. Yeah, like you it, can help people come right. back to regret. Like, to, like what is it? Like um, when people are like ah. Uh, uh, like past life regression and past life regression but also things that have happened in the past that are suppressed right yeah um so that all exists but it, sh it to, to me that's not the kind of thing that exists in the erotic space yeah. you know the the erotic space is is the fantastical the over the top the 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 comedic the cartoony the you know the exaggerated that's 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 where the er eroticism realm is for me um that's and i guess because hypnosis is a clinical thing it's something that is genuinely used to help people improve sure. their lives sure. i think that's why i separate those things so so harshly is because the i i, I try not to associate this thing that gets you off with this thing that can be genuinely used to help someone better their life you know i, I feel like they they don't belong in the same camp to me. Well, how do you feel about the more uh, showy hypnosis where you go on a cruise and there's a guy who's like, I'm going to get six people on the stage and we're going to make them fall asleep and then this girl's going to be a duck. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it, it, it's not unappealing, mm -hmm. but I don't think it would, it would, it would, it, it wouldn't scratch that itch. Yeah. Like a more, uh, fantastical version of it would. Yeah. Like, uh. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't elaborate any further than that. But we have also companies like Primal, who take it yeah. to the furthest, like, the yeah. most extreme level. There's, there's, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I respect the guy's work, but there's some videos that Primal have done that have made me a little uncomfortable, because they're, they're a little too... Rapey? Yeah, rapey. I didn't even want to use the word rapey. We can use the word rapey. the right, right word for it. No, and I've, I've seen a lot of their work, because like, every once in a while I'll go through a clips for sale kind of cleanse, where I'm just like, let's see what else is out there. Mm -hmm. What's competing with me? Yep. And so I'll type in sleepy, I'll type in hypnosis. Yep. I'll type in wrestling, and I'll get... It's most, the market. Yeah, and most of the stuff that I see is like, okay, these guys are great, but they're not tapping into what I'm doing. They're right. doing something completely different. Whether it's ultimate surrender, whether it's more like uh, naked grappling or sensual cat fighting, whether it's just, you know, it's nude oil wrestling, something mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, okay, I'm not ever going to touch that genre. So it's cool that they're doing it. So I typed in hypnosis once, and the first thing that popped up, oh no, I typed in hypnosis superhero once. Mm -hmm. Primal popped up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. They have 
interesting production value. They have like good lighting, and I was like, oh, the the models are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I actually met one of the models. Like, oh, what's her name? Something Chase. I forgot. Corey Chase. Corey something. I don't know. Uh, there is a Corey Chase. I don't think she's a lovely. Or she was. I don't know. She was a lovely blonde lady that I met at FetishCon, and I was like, oh, okay, you work for something. Something Corey Chase. Yeah, I think it might be. That might be the name. But um, but there was one video that I saw. I'm not going to describe it, but yeah, I felt like, oh wow, all right, okay, <laughs> this yep. is a little rapey. But at the same time, it's when I say rapey, oh, god damn it, it's it's a it's a weird word to use. But at the same time, if if everyone's consent consenting yeah. to, the, to to the scenario, yep. I am not going to, you know, be down on it. It's just not. I can't. Yep. And. This is interesting for you though, because this is like your particular kink. So, like when it goes to those extremes, do you just feel like, ah, oh, goddamn, I wish you could have done this differently? Or um, does the nudity bother you, or is it? No, more... it doesn't. It doesn't bother okay. me. It's just it, it's 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 not necessary. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 one of those things where it doesn't take anything away by being there, but it doesn't take anything away by not being there. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's like wrestling. Yeah, like to me. A girl can be wearing a one-piece bodysuit with shiny tights and, you know, boots and elbow pads and... Don't get me wrong, there are some outfits that, that despite my preference for, for like, uh, despite my lack of preference, there are some things that I, that once I see them... I'm like, okay. Okay, I like that. All right, well, so what are those? Um, so, like, there was... Uh, uh, the GGH fetish media guy that the, uh, he did he does a series of videos called the pleasure unit videos okay um, and on a lot of them the, the girls wear like a, the the poor at monokini oh shit the, the V yeah yeah the slingshot yeah, yeah the slingshot yeah that, that, that's appealing oh that, wow I, I like I like the, I like the look of that my friend know? Carly just shot something in that and she yeah. was just like oh check me out in this monokini <laughs> Well, there's not much of that, but okay. right, yeah, yeah, and and it's just one of those things where once I saw it, is that a humiliation thing? I don't think so. I don't, I, you know, and, and humiliation. That's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because th that's the thing. Like, I I don't really like humiliation. I don't I don't like anything that makes you get on your knees and, and bark like a dog. Yeah, I well, and, but see, that's the thing is like, it's so weird to explain. I don't like that if they know what's happening. So humiliation is is. The idea of humiliation is that they're humiliated. Mm -hmm. Like, I that that doesn't do anything for me. I don't. I don't. I don't like the idea that the person is feeling a negative emotion. Yeah. But if they don't feel any emotion, oh, so they just <laughs> I will bark like a dog. Yeah. That, but it, but as as long as they're they're in that mindless state, then it, it doesn't oh, bother me. But if they're awake and being yeah, made to be self aware, yeah. okay. that kind of creeps me out a little bit. Like I don't. I don't <laughs> like no, no, I don't want to make you feel bad. I love like, this fucking world. Because it's like we all draw these lines. Yeah. Where it's like you can be humiliated. Or you can bark like a dog, but if you're a robot. But only if you don't know you're doing it. Yeah. If this is never a thing that you're going to remember. Correct. Either. Yes. Correct. Does that extend into sexual? Like where it's like, I am going to get fucked by you? Um... Or is that something where you're I, like, I could take it or I could leave it? I imagine it would if the sexual aspect of it were anything that interested me. Okay. So I like I like, I'm very asexual. Yeah. <laughs> like physically. Mm -hmm. Like it's 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 So it's more about the psychology of it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean it, that's what it comes down to mm -hmm. is, is is like and that's that's one of the things that I've I've had so much trouble coming to terms with the fetish. Sure. Is 
it's very difficult for me to receive it because I feel like there's nothing I can do to reciprocate. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm if I'm with someone and they perform and they they do that, it, it's actually more awkward for me in person than it is to like watch it on a video or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, but I feel like well, that's it. We're done now mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like there's there's nothing. I am capable of or, or have any real great drive to do to reciprocate so, in a physical sexual space. So when it comes to the, the asexuality, I feel like this is something that's way more common than mm-hmm. people care to admit. But um, I remember when I was a kid, and this is something I've never told anybody before. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, but my mom used to tell me, she was just like, I have a, uh, was it an uncle? She was like, I had an uncle or a cousin who married a woman and uh, he could never, he, he, she complained because like he couldn't perform for her. He could only perform when he was watching porn mm-hmm. and she blamed it on the porn. And I was just like, it's, as I grew up, I was just like, well, some people are just built different ways. There's different, you know, wiring mm-hmm. and sometimes we're voyeurs. Sometimes we're exhibitionists. There's there's some girls who don't want to get fucked. They just like to be watched. And that's just as uncommon to some people as someone who's just a voyeur and just likes to watch. Yep. And I feel like everything to me that's insanely kinky is normal. Because I feel like I, I feel like when I meet somebody at a party and they tell me like one of the things I, I pride myself on is like, like tell me about your kinks, because that really tells me a lot about you as a person. And with the asexuality, I, I'm very curious about that because um, it's it's something that I've, I I feel like I've, I have friends that have dealt with it in the past, uh, but you are somebody who really delves into the exit sorry the voyeuristic aspect of it. So mm-hmm. how does that work for you in terms of your personal life? Like oh. when you're when you're engaged. Okay, let's let's set up a scenario. So like you're at a party and. A woman finds you attractive and she says, hey, you know, let's go back here and do a thing. So how would you react to that? <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, well, no, it's, it's funny because I have to think about it because it's never actually happened. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't happened to me. So. But um, I, I, I guess it depends on how well I know him. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if a girl were to come up and say that to me, I'd be like, oh, I'm not sure I'm who you're looking for in that yeah. regard. You know, I, the first thing I'm going to do is play my downplay myself, mm-hmm. you know, is say, listen, I, I'm flattered. I appreciate it, but I don't, I don't think what you're looking for is something you will find with me. Yes. Um, and then if, if they push the issue and they say, well, why do you say that? I'll say, well, there's certain criteria that has to be met that, yes. <laughs> you know, and if they say, well, what is, what is that? And if they keep pushing it, then, then we'll, I, I don't mind having the discussion. I don't mind saying, well, yeah, see, so I'm into this and the problem is I'm not very physical. And even if you did it, I probably still wouldn't be able to perform. But if we were to like take videos of it or something like that, yeah, that'd be great for me, but you're not going to get anything out of it. So I don't, I think it's a waste of, of your time. Interesting. Like that, that's, that's. That's how I feel about it. Like, like if you were to come, if if she were to come to me and say, "Listen, I will, I will make videos or performances or anything that you want. You don't have to do anything physical to do that." And then, you know, I just like doing stuff that makes people happy or gets mm. people off. You know, that's that's one thing. What about like the the most regular intimacy, where it's like kissing and touching and stuff like that? Is that something that drives you away, or it's? I wouldn't say it drives me away. It just but it's not. Me. It's not going to lead into something. Correct. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I've never been a physical person. I've never, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't, I'm not a big, I, I, like, I've never really made out. I've never really, I mean, like, maybe, maybe cuddling, I guess, is as close as it's gotten. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, I've, I've had sex. Like, yeah. I, 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 I'm not. But you're just like, it's just not, your, it's, it's not your end game. Correct. Yeah, yeah and it, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not the draw. You know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, like it's, it's just, it's just something that I feel, I feel a responsibility to do it to please the other person and mm. not through any desire to do it myself. Yeah. 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 And I, I feel like that's something that a lot of people go through, um, but they don't quite know how to deal with it. Yeah. And, and that's what, once again, I key into what my mother said to me. It's like, oh, there's this person that I knew who, um, never really or didn't desire sex wanted to more be somebody who watched these things right and to me it was demonized when I was younger it's just like you know this is a horrible thing and you must have sex with your wife all the fucking time right and I'm like okay well I can do that but at the same time there's this other part of me that's like I enjoy these other things that are not sexual that do not involve penetration yep maybe whether it's bondage whether it's BDSM whether it's um, I don't know just doing role play with somebody you know, or wrestling, you know, like to, to, to me, those things can be very sensual, not necessarily sexual because like, uh, I, I wouldn't be a good producer if I was just like, yeah, <laughs> that's just a bad thing to do. And I was like, no, do your thing and I'll do my thing. But behind closed doors, it's like, I feel like these are very sexy things uh, and, and to a degree sensual. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great to hear that because I feel like a lot of people are pressured into the idea of standard sexuality. Yep. Where it's like you have to be present and erect and ready to go at all times to please a woman. And um, I don't know. I just feel like now in this day and age, we're, we're kind of moving past that for the most part. Um, I hope we are. Yeah, I agree. I really hope we are because like, there's so many things that you can do that are not necessarily penetration based right that are so much fun and that's kind of what we why we do what we do is we we provide fetishes for that in your case we're doing we're dealing with something that's in your well you're actually presenting hypnosis to a very almost like a pg standard Mm -hmm. because the stuff that i've seen out there is not at all correct like holy shit i love primal they're really good people i'm sure but like I've seen like, rows of women just completely like on their backs, legs open. It's like yep. fuck me, master. That's a little much for me. Like that, that's that's a little too much. And, and props, to people who like it. I yeah. mean, it exists because people consume it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and if if people didn't patronize that product, then the product wouldn't get made. Mm. So uh, more power to them. That's just just that's I gravitate more towards the GGH stuff mm-hmm. where where it's it's. It's uh, scripted, and it's yes. you know it, it's it's not erotic. I think there's there's been one or two GGH videos that have had any kind of male nudity in them. I mean, some of uh, several of them have female nudity. Yeah. Um, but not all their models get naked either. Like they, some models do some. It's, and what's what's hilarious is sometimes you'll have a video that's got two models, and one of them is willing to get naked, and the other one is not. Yeah. So you have a fully clothed model and a naked model occupying the same space. We do, uh, yeah, we deal with the same, with like, I'm willing to wear a one-piece suit, but she's wearing a thong, mm-hmm. kind of thing, yeah. And I, I think uh, I think that's kind of 
where the beauty of the industry is is that you can you can have those different tiers and different levels of 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 material. Well, when it comes to fetish, it's I think it's my home. Like I feel like it's a comfort zone for me because there is there's not that situation where penetration has to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing against porn. I think it's it's something that that's fantastic, and I I feel like it serves a positive, you know, force in life. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine being on that set where yeah. it's like you have to perform, whether it's you have to be erect or you have to be wet. Well, actually, I guess there's lube, but like <laughs> the fact that I mean, I guess guys can take pills now. I, I yeah. get it, but like the idea that you have to form this, or you have to construct this production around it mm-hmm. is so bizarre whereas if you're like hey this girl or this girl has to wear like a spandex uh, Harley Quinn outfit and she gets captured by Batman and he chloroforms her and carries her away that's the entire video yep holy shit yep what a life yeah like uh, another one who, who does a lot of uh, little not short but but um, non erotic erotic stuff is Ludella Hahn Oh, I love Lydia. Like she, she does, she does a lot of of hypno mind control stuff. Like she, and she does the whole special effects with the the spirals in the eyes. Oh, and everything. right. Like she's done a couple of those, and I'm a, I'm a fan of her. She <laughs> is. Uh, we're actually hopefully we talked about it last time we were at FedCon, uh, getting her out here. But like I think now she's more in her home base. Well, and this that's the thing about a, a lot. I, what I've noticed, I, mean, I could be way off base here because you're the expert, not me, on mm. this kind of stuff. But I've noticed that they, I, I, I've, what I've seen is they tend to travel less when they're producers themselves. Yes. Um, and, and well, they find their comfort zone. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And and they, I mean, they're still traveling involved mm. I've, I've, from what I've seen, but usually, based on my perception of the industry, is is the models travel more than the producers do. The models go to the producers. Oh, yeah. Not vice versa. No. I'm one of the few people that's actually done that. I'm like, I'll go to LA and shoot out there. Yeah. But because I think I like, I like the, the fact that we have people from the West Coast working with the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So we'll bring our, um, we'll bring our girls out there and we'll shoot stuff. But like for the most part, yeah, it's mostly producers set in their ways and we get models that come in. You know, it's interesting too. It's it's like it's a, it's almost like a club at, mm-hmm. at some point because you start seeing the same names. Yeah. You know, you start seeing the same the same. Models, you start seeing the same producers, mm-hmm. and like like, Sin and Drake, you know, I I've I've gotten to know them, and I've gotten to know you guys. Yeah. I've I've gotten to know so many people, but like, the the pool of people that I don't know is shrinking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, and 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 it's it's neat because. I've I've my my life has been enriched since moving here, and and not just not just for the fact that you guys are awesome people and I I love having you in my life, but because just getting to know you and being able to sit here and have this discussion, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's made me come to peace with a lot more about myself than I think I would have otherwise. Well, and that's the thing I was going to ask you about is like you know. The, the child version of you, the younger version of you versus what you are now, mm-hmm. it has to be leaps and bounds, right? Oh, night and day. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, the, the child version of me was the guy who was desperately scrambling to hide scribbles and sketches. Yeah. Uh, five seconds after I finished them, 
when there was no chance of anyone seeing them because I was so mortified of anyone mm -hmm. seeing them to now um, <laughs> when uh, when um, Caroline Pierce was here yeah uh, she, she, she and I were talking. See, Pierce? And she was like, ah, oh, so she's like, she's like, oh, so, so what do you do? You know, like, what do you do for a living? Like, you know, we, we were just having two people that just met chat. Yeah. And I Now, said, were you aware of her presence before that? Uh, yes and no. Oh, okay. Um, I, I knew she was a model. I didn't yeah. know that she, uh, I, I hadn't seen anything. Okay. Um, but we, we were just, I mean, we were both pretty drunk, but we were both shooting the shit and we were talking over there and I pulled up my Twitter and I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of somebody. And just showing artwork I've yeah. done on my Twitter, you know, like. To a fetish model. To a fetish model. And like, and this, this was 30 years ago. Well, not 30 years, 20 years ago. Um, I would have been. Mortified. Mortified <laughs> for anyone to see a drawing that I made. Yeah. And now here I am in, in my friend's living room. Scrolling through my Twitter of all my lewd ass fetish drawings, you know, and she's like, "Oh, that's cool, that's cool," you know, and I'm like, "They're not that lewd." Yeah, like, well, even if they were, not a big problem. But the fact that you were like, I've seen your artwork, and like, uh, we're gonna get to that in a second. But like, mm -hmm. your artwork is is very tastefully done. Almost well, some of it's gotten away from me. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen all of it. Okay. Um. So like, there, there's, there's a lot of but crossover. If you it. describe the most extreme thing to me, I think I'd be like, that's fine. Fair. Yeah. Um. So I, I have a Discord channel. Mm -hmm. Um. I have uh, a Twitter, mm -hmm. and I have people that I, I have a small following. Nice. Uh, but at the same time, some of the stuff has kind of gotten away from me. So the the the, on, the persona, the of, of that Discord channel and that Twitter feed and everything like that, um, there was it, it's gotten a lot of cross association with like inflatish, inflation fetish. Oh wow! Stuff like um, like body modification and inflation yeah. and things like that. So it's through <laughs> through no intent. Was this through that. like custom work? Yeah, through like that's how it usually goes. Commissions and stuff, yeah. where where it's just that became associated with the brand, and uh, so now people think that that's you know, like my thing, you know, which is okay, that's fine. I don't care what people, you mm -hmm. know, um, but it's something I do a lot because I'm asked to do it a lot. Um, and, we'll and, say people who tell me that they're like, "You're really into drooling." I'm like, "No." No, yeah. not at all. But we get so many so requests, many requests to do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it's it's one of those things. But it's it's one of those things where I've done it so much. Mm -hmm. I don't hate it. No, <laughs> you know, like, I like it, it, it. I wouldn't say it's become a kink, but I definitely don't hate the presence of it when it's no. there. You know, like it, it, it's it's weird. It, it grows on you. Yeah, <laughs> which is a funny. There's a lot of things that have grown on me. Uh, Shit. I mean, when I was when I first started doing the wrestling thing, it was more about like wrestle, 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 knockout, 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 mm -hmm. and then it became more about like, oh, what is she wearing? Right. So suddenly I'm like, oh, do I prefer bikinis? Do I prefer one pieces? I actually really love one piece suits on on a woman, like something that like really hits, like mm -hmm. fits the body. I never thought that I would be into that. I thought I was like a regular guy's like bikinis, more more skin. Yep. So yeah, things just grow on you. Yep. So we have inflation. And what else? What else? I mean, that's most of it. It's mostly it. Like, um, that's most, most. How does that work with hypnosis? Uh, I mean, you just draw a so somebody just a grows? weirdly shaped person with swirly eyes. So they're already that big. <laughs> yeah. It, it, or or you, like a lot of times I'll get commissions to do sequential 
okay. pictures where they're, in this picture they look normal in this picture they're growing up a little bit in this picture they're inflated you know so when did you start um, doing the art uh, in my early teens well I've been drawing since I was old enough to hold a pencil yes but I first started sharing and distributing the art when I was probably in my mid to late teens mm -hmm. um, probably earlier than I should have but later than I could have yeah um, I didn't I didn't really start doing I, I did a lot of requests back then because okay. uh, um, I, I wasn't old enough to have a PayPal or anything like that or a credit card or anything um, so what I what I what I do now is I just do commissions here and there. I'm so bad with commissions. Like, I, I, just have, <laughs> I have so much crap going on with, I have two jobs, I'm going through school. Like, it's just finding the time to sit down and work on a commission yeah. is yeah. so difficult that I, I, I only opened them this summer because I just knew that finances were going to be rough this summer with school being out. Um, but yeah, welcome to customer. I took like, I took like three of them and, and, I did like three commissions and then I was like, that's too much. It's too much on my plate. And I've got a couple other people, a couple of people that are being really cool and really patient and I will get them done. Mm -hmm. um, but I also don't take any payment until they're done. Oh, good. I refuse to take payment until I deliver something because I don't want to be that guy who takes your $15 for a, for a quick fetish drawing and then it's now it's two months later and I've still got your $15 and you've got no drawing. Never want to be that guy. Can we just make that the standard? I would, I would, well, the problem That's is, great. That's a great, yeah, I should do that. <laughs> well, no, the problem is you have a lot of people who you'll, you'll do all that work and then I give it to them and then they won't pay. So I, I, actually, yeah, I take that back. Yeah. So what I do is I, so you're doing a drawing, but like if I'm shooting something with like actual models, yeah, right. that, that would be a nightmare. What I do is I do a sketch. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, um, once I get the sketch done, it, the rest of it's easy. Okay. It, the sketching is the hardest part for me because I can just, ink over the lines and color that's I, I've got a, a process that makes that pretty simple okay so once I once I get the rough sketch down I'll usually send it to somebody say hey are you satisfied with this they'll say yeah but all right PayPal me the money and then I'll I'll, I'll have it to you when it's done yeah. so it, once I get to the sketch I know I'll finish it so uh, like that's that's when I'm okay taking the money is once I've delivered the sketch to them and they're happy with it but what's what's important about that too is if they if they approve the sketch, mm -hmm. then they've approved the sketch, and yeah. and I like they, they give me the money, I give them the picture, and they say, oh well, can you change it? No, no, you approve the sketch. <laughs> We're done now. You can have another yeah. commission if you want. But <laughs> it's a final sale. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I feel like I'm asking mil million questions. Um, huh. All right, so we've delved into the basis of uh, your actual fetish, which to me. Uh, it's very vanilla. Like I feel like your stuff is so clean compared yeah. to the things that I've seen That's out what there. People keep telling me. Well, no. <laughs> well, when it comes to hypnosis, like there's the sky's the limit if you're dealing with that fetish. It's like, what can you make a woman or a man or whatever do? Right. And you've come up with housework. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> it's so great. Holy yeah. shit. Like, where do you go from there? It's like, pretty simple. I mean, it, it's. It, it, I mean, I guess it's not just that. It's like one of those things where, if I'm if I'm asked what I want, mm. I have a tr I have trouble coming up with anything more than that. Yeah. But if more is presented to me, then I'm like, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard for me to say what I want, but it's easy for me to say I like what I'm seeing. So let's. <laughs> 
let's set up a, I don't know, like a scenario. Like, okay, someone invites you to a private play party. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're going to go to a fetish party. And everyone's there who, uh, everyone that's there, like, they know you or they might not know you, but there might be somebody who walks up to you and goes like, hey, I find you attractive. Uh, what would you like me to do? And I'll do anything. And uh, here's a private room. We'll go in here. And, like, there's, you know, just a room for you and this this you know, this woman, uh, what would you ask her to do? Like, would it be like more like, hey, I, I have this thing. Like, how do you present that to somebody who has never dealt with I don't know that I could. Yeah, right? I, I don't know that I could. I think, uh, so, this is the most... Unless it's a fetish model who has been, let's say you and somebody who, uh, I'm not going to name names, but like, it's a model that you know has done hypnosis fetish right. in the past. Yeah. I, I think still. It, it, it would just be too... I think... I think I just get so anxious in the physical environment mm-hmm. that it, it I, don't, I don't know that I so would I think, you're more think of, of anything. You're definitely more of a voyeur. Yeah. Like, I want to see this played out before me as opposed to me interacting with it. Correct. Okay. Um, like, so this is the longest I've been able to talk about it verbally. Like, I can type. I'm glad that like, you're talking about it. If I'm speaking to somebody like on Facebook Messenger or something yeah. like that, I can talk about it all day. I, I actually I've gotten to the point where it's 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 cathartic for me to talk about it. It's good, but at the same time, I'm really bad at talking about it verbally. You're doing really well, right and now. Uh, well, my heart's been going a mile a minute since we started. Oh no, God so, damn it! Um, but it, it, it's just because like like saying the word hypnosis is, yeah. is awkward for yeah. me. You know, saying the phrase mind control is awkward for well, me. Well, for me, like when I talk to somebody and they're like, what are you into? What do you think I fucking say? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, uh, wrestling <laughs> and unconsciousness and the fact that you're being dominated by somebody who just body slammed you or yeah. body, you know, pile drive you into the ground. Yeah. Those things can be very scary to somebody who doesn't know what they're getting into. And it's even worse when they are otherwise so benign, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to like, if somebody says, if somebody says the word hypnosis, the last thing the layman is going to think is erotic, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's just, but you know what? I feel like that might be incorrect. I feel like uh, a lot of the models that we've spoken to on this uh, podcast and also in private life, there is that if they're submissive mm-hmm. and they're introduced to some sort of level of, of loss of control, that they're pretty game to role play, whether it's bondage, whether it's wrestling. I mean, wrestling's the same thing. Hey, I have you in this hold. I'm not really squeezing, but you have to pretend to be unconscious. Mm-hmm. And now I can do whatever I want to you. Right. Whether I'm ragdolling you around, carrying you around, and, and more extreme scenarios, like at Primal or other websites like that, you get fucked. Uh, and to some of the models and to some of the submissives out there, whether they be male or female, that could be the end game. Uh, whereas for some of us, it could just be more of the experience of like, I'm carrying somebody around, they're limp over my shoulder and they're just pretending to be unconscious, but there's that role play aspect of it. Um, but I feel like you're definitely somebody who likes to more watch than, than experience. Correct. Which is totally normal to me because like there's certain scenarios that I would rather watch than experience. I don't want to be in a scene where someone's getting fucked, you know, after getting knocked out. Like, it's just not something I want to do. There's just so many ins and outs of actually be, being able to perform. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God damn it. Like, there's just too much pressure. It's like, there's a light over here. There's a camera over there. Like, why am I going to... Because I've, I've been in a situation where I, <laughs> where I was, I was, you know, 
sleeping with somebody, mm-hmm. and uh, they did they they did the zombie walk thing. Like mm. they 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 tried, and it just I realized in the moment there that it it didn't do anything. Yeah, you know, like it it, it didn't do anything because the sex isn't what I wanted. Yeah, you know the and and it was like the the fetish was being done for the sake of being able to have sex. Yes. So it didn't work. That was the end game, yeah. Yeah, um, but if, if the fetish were being performed as just a means of something that I would enjoy to watch, sure. you know, that, then that's different. So would, would your ideal situation be, hey, I'm going to hire a model or maybe even do a session um, where I get to film myself doing these things and then later on be able to pleasure myself to those things? When you say film myself, dude. Well, if, if you are, if you set up a tripod and there's a mm-hmm. camera and there's a beautiful model and you get to do these scenarios where she's forced to do these things for you and you're the hypnotic master. Uh, and then later on you're like, okay, that was great. Thank you so much for doing that for me. Um, and, uh, and then later on you can rewatch that footage. Truth be told, it would probably be better if I wasn't even a part of oh, it. Oh, so you'd rather see somebody else do it. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, or, or... It, there doesn't necessarily have to be a a evil master presence. So you, yeah, you know, okay. It, it could just it, it could just literally be the model, and the okay. model could be the only uh, the only actor in the play. Oh, you're the easiest customer. And, yeah, I really am. Like, um, I, I mean, it, it's, it's we're gonna have to do a custom for you. <laughs> literally, we're gonna be like, hey man, you bring over some barbecue one day. I will give you a CD with some shit. <laughs> I love that because I, I, I feel like you're, you're being very honest because for a lot of men out there, it, I feel like that's the same thing. It's like, I don't have to be in it. Mm-hmm. I can just watch it. Yep. And voyeurism is so, it's something that we really haven't really delved into on this podcast, but there's just so much to that where it's like, this is my kink, but I don't necessarily feel like I have to be involved in the process. Right. And, that's, and that's, that's 100% how I feel about it. That's so cool. In fact, I prefer not to be involved. That's great. <laughs> and that's one of the things that makes custom writing such a great thing for some guys. Yep. Is they sit behind their keyboards and they just type out this beautiful script and they send it to us and we bring it to life. And then hopefully within a couple of days we'll get the, <laughs> hey man, good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that feedback. I almost feel like if we don't get feedback that they just came so hard that their heads just exploded. <laughs> like that scene in Hancock where it just gets sprayed up to the roof. Like we're just going to start having to use like the, the radio like scanners and be like, <laughs> semen exploded out of the back of a man's skull today. What, what is I saw today? I saw, I saw a news article that said, man dies after masturbating 62 times. <laughs> and the caption said, take note fellas, the limit is 61. <laughs> They need to tell you what <laughs> they were looking at, too. Right. Like, uh, uh, fantasies.com was uh, a suspect. There was, the, was 62 be, tabs open on their internet browser. Wouldn't that be the best? I mean, not that... I No, sorry. Bit I don't want anybody to die. But <laughs> if someone dies of masturbating too much and they find your site... And they announce it on like Channel Two News. They're just like, "Oh well, VelvetsFantasies.com, SKWPPV.com was on there. We don't know what happened. We're we're still figuring out details at this point. Meanwhile, everyone's like fucking just going to this website. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, the rest of us are, have you, has anyone seen Santi in like the last six yeah, weeks? No, we'll be no, like, oh no, no, he's been shooting customs oh, yeah, nonstop. No, he's literally <laughs> living in a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> made of gold. Still because, shooting customs no, on so, his gold Because someone yacht. literally came their brains out. <laughs> that's, that's what the autopsy report was. Your husband will see, you see the brain matter right here? Yeah, that, that happened when he had an orgasm, so he gave his brain down. Um, but um, if there's anything else I want to bring up, uh, is there anything you have to ask me or, uh, well, Ms. Velvis isn't here, but when it comes to the tie-in between uh, sleepy and hypnosis, um, obviously that's something that you don't need to have present, but like something that we deal with a lot, where it's like, okay, you're awake, let me snap my fingers, and you're asleep. Mm -hmm. It's something that happens a lot in hypnosis, and it's it's nothing that you've actually keyed into personally. Um, as far as the time of transition? Or? Well, it's weird, because like, we get a lot of like, you're awake, and I snap my fingers, now you're asleep. Or uh, you're, you're rigid, and now I'm gonna carry you into this uh, I see, yeah, yeah. so um, I always like, some bit of activity mm. you know like when they fall asleep that that it's not unappealing yeah but it's not appealing but you want them to be doing something. i want them to be doing something i want or, or or even if they're i mean like i'm not really big into the freeze stuff yeah but there's a nuanced difference between freezing someone mm -hmm. and having someone under mind control but like standing at attention and not doing anything okay there's a difference there. Yeah. Because freeze is like, they, they just stop at that moment in yeah. time. But the other one is, they're waiting. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the, that's, that's... Waiting for further instruction. Correct. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's the nuance that's there That's so me. interesting. And, and, and usually, it, the, the posture is more deliberate when they're waiting. Yeah. Um, and it's less point, fixed point in time. You know, like, I, I, the, the, the whole frozen fixed point in time thing is, is not... It's it's not unappealing again. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't I don't hate it, but it, it's not it's not one of my buttons. But waiting for further instruction is better. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, and then, and then actively engaged in a task is yeah. best. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. What? It's so benign. I love it. It's just like <laughs> literally, it's like she's gonna go clean the kitchen. Yeah. Or. Uh, I don't know. There's a dog bed on the floor. Let's pick it up and put it over there. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like I feel like my if I if I give customs to producers, they mm -hmm. would get a lot of peripheral work done. All right, guys, quick biological break. Cause, you know we're human, and <laughs> We've been uh, going for a while. My master instructed me to pee. <laughs> Uh, so we were just talking a little bit about um, uh, a couple of things that uh, well, what was the show you mentioned? Totally Spies. Totally Spies. Okay. Totally Spies. When was it? When did this come out? Uh, I want to say two thousand one is when it premiered. Okay. And like I said, it ran for like six seasons. There was a break. It ran for a couple seasons, then it went on a hiatus for a little while, then it came back, and then they did like this big return for the sixth season. And I think, if I remember correctly, but uh, that show, man, that. There was some Marathon was the company that did it. Uh, the the it's I believe they're an animation company based out of France. So what did they do that was like? Uh, every episode had like so there there were three main girls, and one of the girls always got mind control. Okay. One of the girls always got like some sort of body horror, like she was turned into a cat in one episode, or she oh Jesus. had like was huge muscles in one episode. Like they, there's there and and not <laughs> not like the crazy kind of body horror, not like like. No, 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 no. Not like Cthulhu kind of body horror, <laughs> but 
but like just any any kind of like transformation or things like that. Like it, it seems it seems like each girl in the show had a thing that happened to her, and it like the first step the very first episode was a mind control episode, and I was like, well, I'm hooked on this show now. So, <laughs> but. Uh, Do you feel like some of these writers... 100%. There is no way the writers of Totally Spies did not have some kind of... Right? Like, like, look at uh, Chris Claremont. Yeah. uh, The Marvel writer. Yeah, yeah. He he writes for Marvel Comics. Like, there there are websites dedicated to all of the mind control story arcs that Chris Claremont has written. Like, that's... that's, I don't... People have suspected that he's into it because because a lot of his writing involves it. Um, But... Who knows? I mean, it, it, it's a trope. I mean, it's like Tarantino and Feet. Yeah. 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 I just watched, um, what the fuck was it? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I was with her with, with my wife. And we're watching it. And there's just a scene when Margot Robbie is watching a movie. And for no reason, she just puts her feet up on the, yep. on the things. And, and it's just her feet. For, for like a minute straight, just her feet. And my wife is kind of like digging me in the elbows. She's like, yep. Like, we've done our work. Yep. Yeah. Everybody knows the cocaine scene from Pulp Fiction pretty well. Like, it's it's just one of those things. There's where... like three feet scenes in that movie, and we're like, okay, it's being normalized to a degree. Yeah. So if you have someone like Chris Claremont who's just kind of like writing these secret things, I mean, I would do it too if I was. I mean, if I was a comic book writer, are you kidding me? It'd be female combat all the way, all the time. Holy shit! Like, are you kidding me? If I if I was if I wrote for comic books. <laughs> There, there, there wouldn't be blogs suspecting it. There would be blogs pointing it out. <laughs> Professor X would just be like, "Oh, come on!" Yep. God damn it. Yep. Is she under my control again? There's a man. I miss. I miss the good old days of X Men when White Queen and Mesmero yeah. were a thing. <laughs> oh my god! Like the golden age, man. <laughs> One day. Yep. One day. I mean, they there's, are bringing it back. Right? There's, there's, there's been a couple episodes of the of the various animated shows. Like the, the one of the Spider-Man shows had a couple episodes with Mesmero in it. Oh, okay. You know, so I was, I was like, all right. So is there anything now, like that you're watching and you're like, okay, they're kind of hearkening back to those old days? Or? You know, it's it's it, it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Mm-hmm. It's 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 definitely like in the in the late '80s, early to mid '90s, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like every, even in the early 2000s, it was everywhere. There, every show had an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's it's harder to find. Now. I mean, it's a really easy trip too. Yeah, and I think that's why it's harder to find now yeah. is because it's kind of played out. Yeah. And except for people who get off to that kind of thing, there's there's not a lot of demand. Well, there's for also it. consent too. Yeah, consent's been a big thing. That's it's definitely like, a, a big thing. This yeah. idea of like you know someone's being told to do things that she's not it's kind of the last thing that i remember seeing that made me think in terms of what you're into and i'm not gonna don't take this the wrong way oh. they, what they did was extreme right but it was it was jessica jones yep where it was um the man in purple yep <laughs> yep that and one yep definitely. he literally was just like I say this and you do it yep. and you smile when you do it. And that's the scary part of it. Like that's, that, that's the darker the scary, side. The darker it, side. Yeah. And it, like that's the part that makes me go, ooh. You know. was, so was there anything about that that appealed to you or was it all so scary? In the comic book, yes. Yes. Um, in the actual comic book, the, the panels where, where Jessica Jones was under his control and mm-hmm. her expression and her posture and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that was appealing. But in the show, it was a little too real. Yeah. And it, it was like they, they, they focused on the on the this is actually a horrible thing to do to yeah. someone and 
Not so much the nobody flat. wants that to be pointed yeah. out about their fetish. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so like it, it's a super hole could cause death. Yeah, it's it's a fantasy for a reason. Yeah, like it, it, it's something that should never mm. be real. Um, and, and so think, nothing about that show made you go like, oh, this is fun. Oh shit! No, there 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 was there was no part of of because it's dealt that it, show that yeah. that was appealing to yeah. me in that regard. It was it was. It was kind of one of those. It was a harsh reminder <laughs> of the dark side. Of the dark side, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. Well, I mean, I, I remember I saw a movie recently where someone got put into a chokehold, and it was a woman getting put into a chokehold by a man. And I was just like, "Oh, I've done that, mm -hmm. right? Okay, it could be sexy." And then he kills her, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it's like this could be the end result of yep. this happening for well, real. It's, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. TV show. There was an episode in season six. It was called Dead Things was the name of the episode. Mm -hmm. And the the bad guys in that season were the three nerd kids mm -hmm. that, that built like all sorts of devices and shit. Yeah. And he had this little metal sphere and he flashed it in front of this girl and it made like this spark thing and it mind controlled her and she was basically a mindless zombie for, mm -hmm. for most of it. But then she starts to snap out of it and he tries to get her to come back and he ends up accidentally killing her. Oh, yeah. And, and like that, that was... You're right like, on. shit. Yep. And I was like, oh, I liked it up until that point. You yeah. know, and, and it's it's one of those things where like like the best way the best way to put it is is just that that horrible reminder that there's a dark side to it. And to everything though. Yeah. I mean to bondage. Yeah, sure. Yeah. To to bondage to BDSM. Yep. To someone getting beaten. Like, yep. I mean when you're thinking about what you're doing with BDSM is you're whipping somebody. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of negative connotations to that. Right. There's a lot of things that have happened in the past that are fucking brutal. But we deal with them in certain ways because I don't know. They're like a means to an end. Like if you're going to be into this for the dark reasons, that's one thing. But if you're just doing it for flight of fancy and for role play, that's another. Mm -hmm. And you're doing it strictly from a very clean, like, hey, I just like this, this, and that. But when you're dealing with popular culture, and yeah, it could get a little darker. Yep. And it, the same thing happens with combat. I mean, Jesus Christ, I deal with female combat, where it's two women fighting, fighting out, or sorry, fighting, but not necessarily to the death. Right. But just to knock out. But when you watch it in a movie, I'll watch two women fighting in a movie. I'm just like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is kind of great. And like someone actually breaks someone's neck. Or, yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a big fan of death in any regard no. to begin with. That's why I didn't like the boys. Oh, okay. It was just way too much gratuitous death in that show. Yeah. And I, I'm just, it turns me off. I don't like horror movies. Mm. I don't like, I don't like gratuitous fight. Like, there are levels of gratuitous violence I'm okay with. Like, uh, have you seen Love, Death, and Robots? Mm -hmm. There's that, uh, the Shapeshifters episode where the guy, the Marines that were werewolves. Oh, yes. My favorite episode of that show. It's a really good show. Um, really, really good episode. And there was a lot of death in that episode, and people get, like, ripped apart by mm -hmm. werewolves and stuff. And, but, but it was just fake enough, like, because it was CGI. Yeah. You know, and, and it, was, it was just unreal enough that it didn't really trigger that for me. Well, it's like comic books. Yeah. Did that do that for you when you were re reading comics where you're like, this is too intense? Uh, or did you feel that, that disconnect because it's like, well, this is il illustrated it, carnage? That. It, yeah. It's because when it's, when, it's, when it's portrayed by live actors, yeah. it becomes more real. And I think I, I, can, I can read a comic book with it all day and it doesn't bother me. But as soon as I see the 
Amazon adaptation of The Boys, and I see, you know, sorry spoilers, but some guy get his head cut off by a laser eye baby. Like, <laughs> that's, that's not a spoiler. That's a yeah. little too gratuitous for yeah. me. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to see that. Like, like, I didn't see Brightburn. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the it, the the best the best scene that I can I can use as an example from the boys is in the first episode when the A train guy dashes through the guy's girlfriend. He's holding her her hands. You're like I'm out. I'm like yeah, I'm out. Like that, that, that was it. I was like I'm done. I'm done. That's too much for me. I had read the comics, so I kind of like knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I think that's the point of the show. They were trying to put more of a realistic spin. Like, what if these guys were just left to or just kind of run nilly-nilly. I think it's a great premise. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and I'm interested in the premise. I just, I don't want the baggage that comes with yeah. it of watching some poor girl get detonated into a, a shower of blood by some yeah. asshole superhero that... You're right. You know, You're absolutely like, right. It, it just, it, it turns me off. Like, and it don't mean turn me off in like an erotic sense. No, 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 yeah. It turns me off and like, it, it, it makes me not interested in that, in that. Mystery. I agree. And I feel like that's kind of how I go into movies that deal with torture or any sort of like death. Um, I feel like if something this terrible is going to happen, there has to be some sort of retribution. Correct. Yes. And, and the boys delivers on that. And it's kind of like when you, I watched, was it House of a Thousand Corpses? Is that what it's called? The Rob Zombie one? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hated that movie because it was just literally like all these crazy rednecks torturing people and that was it. There's no comeuppance. There's no comeuppance. There's no like, hey, this girl breaks free and she grabs an axe and she fucking gets to take some of you out. Even if you kill her at the end, she gets to take some of you fuckers out. Right. There's got to be a little bit of that like balance of justice. And so I hated that movie. But when Devil's Rejects came out and they all got shot at the end, I'm like... Fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's, that's it for me too. Like, I, there needs to be some justice. sort of retri- justice. Yeah. There has show to me, be that. If you're going to show me a rape scene, I better fucking see those rapists die brutally at the end of that movie. That's why I, I hate the Saw movies. Yeah. Oh, no. Because that's just torture porn. Well, well, not just that, but Jigsaw gets away at the end. Yeah. Like, and, and There's no retribution. The first Saw movie was the only Saw movie I ever saw, and it's the only one I ever needed to see because you just well, watched... Well, they started, they started to... to, to Make it so you agreed with them? And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, dude. No. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> with horror movies, like, I get it. If you're dealing with somebody who's who's uh, being attacked by, I don't know, psychopaths, I get it. But, like, even in Halloween, yep. she gets some shots in and she kills him. Or yep. she supposedly kills him or she, like, fights back. It's Freddy Krueger at the end of, like, Number Na- Street. Like, it's one thing yeah. to empathize with the villain. It's mm-hmm. another thing to agree with the villain. Yes. And, and I, don't, I, I don't like breaching into that second territory. Like, I, I, I never... When, when, when the nature of the villain is to wantonly just run around killing people, yeah. I never want to agree with that person. Mm-hmm. I never want to feel like that person has a point. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I want to see that person get what's coming to them. And that's where we agree because I feel like even the most intense horror movies, there has to be some sort of like level of like come up. It's like I just watched Suspiria recently mm-hmm. with uh, Sumiko, actually. Sumiko came over one night. She's like, you want to watch a horror movie with me? I'm like, sure. And we put on this movie and it's this fucking bizarre film about witches at a dance school. And at the end, like everyone's just getting tortured and I'm kind of freaking out. But the very finale, there is this semblance of like good versus evil where the good shows up at the end and just destroys the evil. It's brutal. It's fucking hard to watch because it's like, holy shit. And I think Tilda Swinton plays like 16 roles in that movie. She's amazing. (laughs) 
But at the end, you feel like, oh, good, kind of, in a weird way, yeah. triumphed. And that's what I need from a horror movie, and I kind of feel like that's what I need from fetish to a degree. I feel like if we're doing something where it's just for the sake of torture, mm -hmm. I'm not into it. Yeah. Even with pro wrestling, like with pro wrestling, it's like, this girl's just got the shit be out of her, but it's so campy that you feel like when you cut to that last part of the art movies where there's the outtakes mm -hmm. and they're laughing and they're hugging each other, you're like, oh, okay, it was, this is just a game. It was just a role play. Yeah. But when you're watching a movie and it's just like, fuck, I, 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 I'm, I can't even leave the theater. I'm so sick. Yep. I get it. I totally get it. And I feel like this actually leads into your fetish, which is so benign, but also you felt for a long time like it wasn't. Right. And it's, now that we're looking at it, it's kind of, it's fantastic because like I feel like you have brought this to the table, almost like with like a little dish cover, you're like, here's my deep dark <laughs> shit and they just have to clean the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're expecting like this, this writhing mass of maggots <laughs> and rotted meat. And it's just like a little birthday cupcake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're like, really? Where's, where's the rest? Yeah. Is, it, is it behind the cupcake? Yeah. And you're like, no. Are I there just, maggots I, inside the cupcake? <laughs> and you're like, well, are you in this video? No, I'm not. Okay, you just, you're just watching it. Yes, I am. Okay, well, so this evil guy, is he, is he making them have sex? And... Maybe there's a dildo over there. No, that's not a dildo. That's no. just oh, that's just they're just washing his car. Yeah, actually, I dropped, I dropped a toothpick. That was no, that's not a dildo. Okay, well, are they doing horrible acts to somebody else? Nope. Nope. They're just cleaning the house. Worst thing them. you'll see them do to somebody else is serial recruitment, which is another <laughs> another aspect. Oh yes. Serial recruitment. My wife has done those. Yeah. It's like, hey, my friend's coming over. Sit down. Here, listen yep. to this phone call. And yep. then I must obey. That's a thing. Okay. Yep. All right. Shit. All right. We're not going to get into that. Because <laughs> we can go on for another two hours. Yeah. But no, seriously, I think the great thing about this is that you've come to the table with this thing that you are, for a long time, you may have been secretly ashamed of. But it's, well, I think a, a, for for a long time, I think I only even really acknowledged it within the last year or two. Yeah, um, I think it was one of those things where I didn't really know what a fetish was. I didn't because I've been pretty much asexual for yeah. so long mm -hmm. that I I didn't even realize that there was an erotic aspect to it yeah. until the last couple of years. Yeah, um, which which is weird because I always felt awkward talking about it I always felt especially talking with people that aren't in the know I guess yeah. um, it's like it felt a little weird talking about it because I didn't really know how I felt about it um, but but being it that that the couple of years of self-discovery that I've gone through I'm finally actually saying okay maybe this is actually is a finish maybe this mm. is something I'm actually into maybe this is something that 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 Trigger something sexual inside, you know, yeah. and, and and it was it, like it took me a long time to even get to the point where I was able to acknowledge that it was a thing. Yeah, and then there was that there was that getting over the fact that now that I've acknowledged it's a thing, getting over the shame of it. Yeah, you know, and, and it, it it had always been an interest, but I didn't really realize it was a fetish. Yeah, and, and just in the last, like I said, couple of years, it's it's been this whirlwind. Peer, you know, uh, progression hmm. of 
okay, this is a thing I like. Okay, this is actually a kink. Okay, no, it's actually a fetish. Okay, this is something I'm allowed to, you know, I'm allowing myself to to understand and explore. Mm -hmm. And because of, of the relationships that I've built here, I've been able to kind of have that introspection and and understand myself a little better. Well, that's what's great about the internet, mm -hmm. you know, and we've heard so many negative things about like how the web is like, you know, oh, well, social media and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Let's actually get to the core of it. Like, if you have these kinks and you don't feel like you're, if you feel like you're the only one, right? Then it's great to go online and go to a message board or or news group or something like that, where you're like, "Hey, I'm into sleepy fetish, or I'm into hypno fetish, or I just type that into Google, and you get these results where you're like, "Holy shit, look at this artwork! Some of it may be yours." Mm -hmm. It's like. This person understands me. I mean, I got I got pictures of, of, of some of my girls um, uh, through DeviantArt, and they would like have these like photo manipulations where it's like one of my girls is pretending to be unconscious or like in a video, and they would just kind of manipulate it so like fucking Ka from Jungle Book. Oh my god! Ka, would have them man. wrapped in yep. his coils and doing the yep. The hypnosis thing Dude, with the... Ka is like the messiah. <laughs> to the I can't believe we haven't mentioned Ka yet. Like, it, 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 it was actually For those of you who don't know, it's the Jungle Book, the Disney cartoon. The snake There is book, literally yeah. a scene where he picks up uh, Mowgli and just hypnotizes him. And he does it to the, to, the, to the girl in the sequel. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never saw the sequel. I saw the sequel when I was in... Training for the army. It was like the Trust in Me song? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I saw the sequel when I was in training for the army, and we got a pass for one weekend, and I'm, none of the other movies looked good. Was that live action or was it a cartoon? It was animated. 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 So it's a cartoon, and they're trapped. So they're trapped in the coils of the snake. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, he gets right in their faces and does the spiral eyes. And it was the Trust in Me, Trust in Me, I don't yeah. know, the song. But I remember getting like so much fan art where it was like, oh yeah, it's yeah. everywhere. Um, the 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 sequel, the the scene in the sequel was much shorter. There was mm. no song. There was she didn't even get wrapped up. Mm. Um, but he just kind of led her around a little bit, and then her little brother like yanked her like he had come up above her and he was getting ready to eat her like come down like that, yeah. and the kid just yanked her out, and he just goes Ka goes right in, his face right into a rock where she oh, was standing. Oh poor Ka. So. Uh, <laughs> but I, I mean, it's, it's, that's how vividly I remember yeah. the scene, you know. So, uh, but yeah, Ka is Ka's a big deal in the in the. In the I've French had community. so many uh, pieces of art sent my way. Yep. They're like, hey, what do you think of this? And I'm like, oh, that's that snake again. Yep. The the, the in fact, the artistic term for that style of eye design is concentric circles. What? But. Uh, in the community, they just call them cause. Like when we're not talking spirals or when, or like shrunken irises and stuff like that. If you're talking the the pastel colored mm -hmm. circles, um, that's that they call them cause. Do you think that the uh, the original Disney animators had that in mind, or it was just like an accidental thing? I I have to believe it was accidental. Like Disney is just so damn wholesome. <laughs> Like, I can't imagine. There could have been that one guy in the back. It's like, why don't we make these eyes? Well, you know the you know the the, the story about Disney owning everything anyone makes, right? Yeah, have you heard that? Where like there's 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 
archives of Disney porn because any any artwork well, like when you're under contract if you work for Disney as an artist this is what I've heard I'm, I'm not saying this is true but this is what I've heard <laughs> is that if you if you are hired by Disney as an artist part of the contract says that literally anything you create whether you're on or off the clock belongs to Disney oh Disney so uh, to, to like spite the company I've heard some, some of the artists draw just porn of of <laughs> Princess Jasmine or Cinderella or Pocahontas, you know, the, these these Disney characters that have become established, they just draw porn and porn and porn of these characters, and it belongs to Disney. Oh, that's amazing. So, but Disney can't do anything with it because it's porn. So they, 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 apparently there's a vault in Disney somewhere with stacks and stacks. So and if you're an artist and you draw this thing, what do you do? Do you put it out online or do you just say... You can't because Disney owns it. But... Okay, so there has to be a process where Disney, you're, you've drawn this thing. Mm -hmm. There's Jasmine getting fucked by a, a tiger. Right. And you're like, so here's my newest thing. Who do you present that to? Well, from what I understand is the, the workers have groups. Like, like of, of oh, for the there are collections of them that, that like share this art with each other. And then they put it in a, in, a, in a file somewhere. Oh, my God. Because Disney owns it. Wait. Hold on, let me back that up. Share that with each other. <laughs> hey, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> I got this thing. I really need you yeah. to see. You gotta see this. Check, <laughs> check out what Elsa's doing with Olaf's nose. <laughs> Do you really want to know how small that fucking uh, magic carpet can get? <laughs> I mean, it could be like just a bunch of bros, right? It's yeah. like, yo, dude, check out what I did with fucking. Check out what Bell's doing with that candlestick. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just, this is an alternate to the Mufasa thing. Like, <laughs> Man, I don't even want to think about the Lion King. It's just like grabbing the back of his fucking mane, just like, hail to the king. And then they have to file it away for a later date. Yep. I mean, that is the ultimate badass, like, fuck you to yep. Disney. Because now they have to sit on it. They have to sit on it. They got, they got files and files of oh porn that God. they can't do anything with, but they own it. I love that we got to this from Cop. <laughs> Again, I don't know if any of that's true. But. Dude, we we actually have a fake snake downstairs. We might have to do that. Like, like have it like kind of like slowly wavering. And eyes. the ca eyes are one of the easiest things to do in After Effects. Okay, as far as eye animations go. Okay, we'll have to do that. Yeah. Honey, we have to make Blake the snake uh, have little <laughs> spirally eyes. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. Well, we have talked about hypnosis so long. That I feel like you guys are getting sleepy. Oh, so very sleepy. Um, <laughs> so tomorrow, just show up in front of my house and just do my yard work for me. And we'll That's be good. the dream. Yeah, yeah. I have many bushes in the back that need trimming. Um, Is that a <laughs> she beat me to it Jeez. by seconds. <laughs> Mine is always in the dark. Always. Leave it to me. All right. Thank you, wife. Uh, no, we've had an amazing conversation with Jay here about hypnosis and um, uh, the intricacies of it. Uh, I think the one thing we weren't able to talk about much is the more erotic versions of it because you don't get into that. Correct. But it kind of speaks for itself where it's like you are dealing with a woman uh, or a man, depending on what your kink is, who um, who has no control. Mm -hmm. You can make him do whatever you want. Yep. 
Uh, and in your case, it's so wholesome. I love it. <laughs> I love the fact. Honestly, if someone showed up at my house and they were just like, we must clean your house, I'd be like, dude, sure. Yep. I'd be, I'd, I'd be like, come on in. Let me get my camera real quick. <laughs> yes. No, you're, are you okay with Clips for Sale? Like, yep. Clips for Sale is great. Yep. I get a 40% percentage. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so we will get you back very soon. I think we should get you back with Sin and Drake. Okay. Maybe do like a little like fan versus producer thing. Oh, that'd be great. Well, you just ask them questions. Any chance to hang out with those two? Oh, and they're like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm on board. They're the best. They're the best. But uh, one little thing I like to say at the end of some of these is uh, when it comes to your kinks and your fetishes, guys, really, like, there's nothing too weird. As long as you're dealing with consenting adults, do what you want. I don't care if it's age play or knockout play or wrestling or carnal stuff or primal. Just, you're not weird. You're awesome. You're really great. If anything, if someone comes up to me and says they don't have fetishes, they're boring. It's just boring people. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. Just do what, yeah, do what makes you happy. Uh, we love you guys. We will see you next time, and I will be much more sober. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for joining us and bearing your soul for us. And uh, we'll see you next time. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Adios, motherfuckers. Adios.